Thanks so much for downloading the Have A Word podcast. We really appreciate it. This is the public episode. goes out every Monday. Did you know we do an extra episode? comes out every Wednesday. It's the Patreon exclusive. So to become a patron, to essentially subscribe to the podcast, you can do it from as little as £3 a month. Once you signed up, you will get the early release of the public episode. At least 24 hours early, you'll get to watch it in video form. You can also get discounts on merch, discounts on future live shows. There's loads of extra little weird stuff we put on there. But the big one is the extra episode every week in video and audio form it's like an hour and a half long recently and it's some of our favorite podcasting it's sponsor free we don't have adverts on it it's just me and adam really letting it loose because it's just for the patrons it doesn't go out on the normal internet and honestly we've looked around at what other comedians and other podcasts are putting out on their patreon this is one of the best deals in a patreon game for the equivalent of basically buying me or adam a pint to say thanks for the pod you get all of this shit sign up at patreon Patreon.com slash have a word pod. Really appreciate it. Now, I'm getting the word nuts. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. Who the fuck is that guy? Have you never seen me before? When she picked up every time she started to talk, give her the dick. Disgusting! She'll be like, hello. What? Oh, what, what, what I'm doing? This when you get it. What I'm doing? So nothing. Coming to you from the soon-to-be world-famous Habawad Studios, hidden away in the scenic hills of sunny Rancon, England. These are the funniest leads in the podcast game. Adam Rowe, Dan Nightingale, and Sensei Carl, with full HD video episodes on YouTube. Cha! Upset me! Don't be a rat. Download, subscribe, and tell a friend. It's the one and only Habawad. <laughs> Pepsi or a Coke, man? Um, can't be doing with Pepsi. No. Well, I drink the the old diets unless it's fucking holiday and I'm treating myself to full sugar. Yeah, I'm normally the same, but we are out of Diet Coke, so I'm drinking the Pepsi that I brought to mix with me rum because I can't have Diet Coke with alcohol. It just ruins it. It's pretty fucking pointless, that, isn't yeah. it? No, I'd, I prefer Diet Coke to Diet Pepsi. I do, but I'd prefer Pepsi to Coke. But I also prefer Coke Zero and the whole Coke Zero range to Pepsi Max and the Pepsi Max range. Oh, Pepsi Max is weird, isn't it? It yeah. tastes more of the sweetener than anything. Yeah, it just tastes fake. Yeah, but on holiday, ooh, get me a full sugar beverage. Also, what I love on holiday is like Fanta Limon. Which, <laughs> oh, <laughs> from like a glass bottle in Greece, you're like, oh. holiday, holiday Fantas. Holiday crisps. Oh, get me some Lay's. <laughs> The only time I eat fucking ruffles when I'm off the fucking Dan's going to join the island. 500 Twitter in a minute, isn't he? <laughs> I absolutely love foreign crisps. Do you know that reference, Fiat 500 Twitter? No. So Fiat 500 Twitter is like you know all like the young girls with like lips and 
And they're just like, I just need to be in the cinema with a Tango Ice Blast. Like those right, girls. Right, right, right. Well, they, they do exactly what you're... Th- I just need to be on a beach somewhere with a pack of lays and a Fanta Lemon. I want me holiday Fantas. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't... And they I all feel drive like... Fiat 500s and, right. and cream Mini Coopers with eyelashes on the... I know that I literally... <laughs> I think I live, I live next door to one. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't feel like I identify with that group of people apart from in the appreciation of foreign pop. Can you imagine if you I did. on holiday with the girls? <laughs> <laughs> a load of Fiat 500 Twitters. They're all in the Fiat 500s and Volkswagen Beetles with fucking fake tits and a bikini on. You turn up in your fucking Volvo with your fucking Muslim cap on from last week. 2020, though, I can be anything I want to be now. <laughs> what do you want to be? A 22-year-old single girl called Natalie. <laughs> what I was thinking I was doing How cards. dare you Stop me living my reality It's doing, my truth I need it's to my live truth, the truth yeah. I was doing card and show yesterday Yeah And uh, I was <laughs> Take the gear <laughs> no, the Left back, Down the gears <laughs> And um, Obviously when you Women pay less don't they Yeah And like on the thing You can choose whether you're a man or a woman If I put woman Yeah And just tell them I'm a woman Yeah Can they argue with me No they can't. So will I get will I pay less? Because you identify as a woman when getting cars insured. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Look, the thing is, technically, based on the current set of at least social norms. I don't know whether it's written into law yet. I think that's a part of a fight for the, the trans community, but I think you could argue in court that you, it's up to you. Because they've asked you for your gender, not your sex. sex. So yeah, you could say I'm a woman, and if they if next week there's something cheaper as a man, and you decide you're a man, they could just go, well, you, you said you're a woman, you can go, yeah, well, I'm fluid, I'm gender fluid, gender fluid, especially when it makes me savings, yeah, That's, yeah. So I'm very like non-binary when it comes to like Norwich Union and Aviva. That's where I really find that I don't think the happen. trans community would appreciate. I'm not being flippant, by the way. I'm just a straight yes, white <laughs> men. Uh, just going well you know they've fought for all this justice but I want fucking 200 quid off my card insurance so yeah. I'll say what I'm like but anyone can be what? anything you want to be I want to be a 55 year old divorcee called Barbara <laughs> and pay 22 <laughs> quid a year on car insurance <laughs> it's my truth <laughs> I identify as someone who lives in a really safe neighbourhood <laughs> exactly yeah I identify I identify my car as a one litre Fiesta It doesn't matter That it's a fucking Hummer uh, 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 Yeah Now hang on <laughs> My no. car identifies I think people who are Fighting for gender politics Aren't going to be like Do you know what If you're a <laughs> Nissan Micra You can be A fucking Pontiac Firebird If you want You be any car You want to be And see how A World Rally Championship goes Yeah No I don't think It goes that far But one day it will That's where we're going There'll be a time in the future where you'll get pulled over and the police will go, you got insurance? You go, I don't need an insurance. This is a fucking skateboard. And they're like, no, it isn't. Like, define skateboard. I'm a ghost. I identify <laughs> as a ghost. I'm just going to float away here, lad. Yeah, yeah I like I like the idea that uh, you could just be whatever you wanted to be for any specific set of circumstances. Yeah. Like if you're b- busting for a piss and there's just the women's toilets be like, I know I've got a dick and balls, but I was going to piss myself as a man out there. Well, that's... That's an argument against the trans community, isn't it? That's like a big thing, is like a lot of them go, no, no, you can't let people just decide what bathroom they want to use because what's going to happen there is men are going to say the women 
go into women's toilets and then just start fucking wanking at them. You can't be doing that. You can't be letting fucking Jeff and the boys in the girls' toilets. There's going to be cum all over the minutes. Yeah. Is that the whole reason for it, for it to be shut down? <laughs> that, that is so genuinely, though. We, we have to live with pervy wankers in our bathroom. Look, that's your fucking fault. <laughs> He's got a dick, you've got a dick. Like, there's weirdos in every bathroom, but I suppose, get like, girls, like, young girls go into those bathrooms, so yeah. I could see why that sort of, like, touchy well, right-wing, like... Ugh, ugh. Well, it's not necessarily a touchy right-wing thing. It's, um, there's a group of feminists called TERFs, yeah. T-E-R-F, which is a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Is this where J.K. Rowling's been banging a drum? Um, or she's been, she's been accused of, of being Sort of. of. So what they are is people who are like, look, you can decide if you want to decide you're a woman, but we don't have to accept that you are, and you're not allowed to use our bathroom because we don't feel safe, because you could just be a man pretending you identify as a woman just so you can come in and see our fannies right yeah that's what those people and then there's a big split in the feminist movement because a lot of feminists are like no everyone who's a woman or claims to be a woman or identifies as a woman should be allowed to say that they're a woman and we should welcome them as we welcome all women and then the the TERFs are like absolutely fucking not these are men who've never suffered the lack of privilege that we have as women they've gone through their whole life with privilege and now they've decided no I want to be able to use whatever bathroom I want and fuck men. So, from if you if you open in a venue now and you wanted to be twenty twenty woke, <laughs> you'd have to have a women's bathroom for everyone who's like, listen, I feel like a woman today. I might not tomorrow. Yeah. And then you've got to have a women's bathroom that's for like women who are like, fuck off. Yeah. I've been there. I went to Tammy Girl. I've done the starter bra thing. I've been through it. Yeah. You've not been through it. And then what? Another like a. Like a unisex bathroom. Yeah. And then what, is there any more variations of women p- pissed off about pissing? And then a disabled, and then a bloke's, could we're like, we'll just get our dick out anywhere, to be honest. Yeah. Do it in a fucking bush outside, if needs be. Just don't trigger me. <laughs> Did you feel triggered? <laughs> Do you reckon it'll go to sport? Wow. Do you reckon it'll go to sport? Well, it has gone to sport, hasn't it? Yeah. Casta Semenya. No, Casta Semenya's oh, she's, a woman. That's a woman. Just a real, like, she's just a bit butch. She's not trans. Do you know her name is an anagram of Yes, a Secret Man? <laughs> <laughs> He's not even messing. If you're fucking Illuminati, <laughs> if I'm not a fucking conspiracist. Well, yeah, Casta, however, Casta Samania is. She's just got. She's just butch. She's, she's got higher testosterone than usual. Hasn't she got. Isn't she a hermaphrodite? No. I think that was a rumour. Yeah, she had to put. I don't she, think that was. I think she had to prove it in, like, a. They had to have. An Olympic committee check under the frock. Yeah. That is, that feels like a low point, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Get it, your clit it, out. For the Olympic committee. And they've been involved in some fucking dodgy fucking low points. Like, okay, we have uh, Dr. Sebastian Fritz from the IOC. And I cast her. Oh! <laughs> my God! Okay, you're okay. No, but yeah. You said it's actually gone to sport. There's men playing women's sports with women. I am. Um, or do I, there was arguments about it because there was uh, uh, um, someone who was born male who transitioned and became a woman wanted to compete against other women in the UFC and yeah, Dana jo- White in the UFC went no yeah jo- Joe Rogan's weighed in on this yeah and is now uh, like has been called all sorts of like alt-right and uh, like anti-trans hasn't he because yeah. he weighed in and went listen I'm pr- he's pretty liberal 
And then he just goes, but I don't think if you've been bored with them shoulders, you should be allowed to beat the fuck out of... Bill Bear had a routine about it, didn't he? He was like, forgive me. He's like, maybe, I, I'm, maybe just I'm, I'm an old guy, I have no idea, but that is a dickless dude beating the shit out of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. It's, such a, it's a, such a complicated debate that none of us really know enough to properly weigh in on. But How dare it you? does seem a little bit <laughs> of an advantage, doesn't it, to have grown as a man grown as a male become an adult male got grown up with that, all that testosterone the, the, the testosterone the, the added muscle that that gives you and then gone I'm ranked there was I'm pretty sure there was a cyclist as well who was ranked like 275th in the world as a male as a man and then transitioned to be a woman and was like winning races and everyone was like how's he how's she done it and it's like, yeah. Do you reckon this? And I also didn't have to deal with the dick and balls on the on that the sea. Get in the way. That's yeah, yeah. That's a help in it. So that's oh, an yeah. extra fucking. Do you reckon there's a benefit in the other way around? What a woman becoming. Do you reckon there's any sport there's a benefit for ballet? It's not competitive. The either. sport of ballet. Ballet is competitive. Friday night ballet. Anything's competitive if you make it competitive. No, I don't mean if you don't compete. Oh, okay. I think ballet better than you. Yeah, but it's but as no one's ever done that. <laughs> It's not a sport, is it? Like, yeah, it is. It's if it's competitive, no one's ever been like these two ballet dancers face <laughs> off in the ballet octagon. That is probably the only time I'd watch ballet is if it was competitive. I can't really watch anything unless someone really wants to fucking win. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's not entertaining to me if there's not a competition involved. I'm too competitive. Right. Yeah. What well, any of the arts? Any. You like competitive theatre? Yeah, fucking early bashed out that monologue. The last guy was shit. Yeah. Slam poetry, slam poetry, rap battles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's best. Like I can watch it without competition, but it's improved with competition. There's another element of the entertainment. So the Royal Ballet, you're uh, looking to uh, increase your coffers for 2021. Yeah. Get competitive. Absolutely. Yeah. Competitive Coronation Street. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Here we go. <laughs> Go on. You're over and done with for today. Oh, hey. oh, God. oh God. How how did he get us to there? I was like, I think we're pretty I think we might be Kevin Webster free. <laughs> <laughs> Competitive Kevin Webster. Hey. Um yeah, it's uh, slightly uh, feel does feel slightly dodgy, but the sport thing is is absolutely it's very easy I always worry in this situation like how are you going to look back in 20 years and were you just a bit behind the time on the thinking yeah. like there's certain things that even recently I look back 5-10 years and you go yeah I was pretty like what, what are they on about and now I've updated my yeah. my sort of like you know yeah I don't but on this one like it, it feels like you're not I'm trying not to be anti-trans yeah but at what point do the women in that sport go, I've just got my head kicked in by someone that was called Jeff three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, and they could be, they couldn't, they might not be like in the turf side of things. Yeah. They might be really yeah. pro-feminist. Come in, use the toilet. Ah, I, respect, you're right. <laughs> Fucking, don't do ground and pound, love. You stubble the nightmare. <laughs> At least shave the beard off, Shirley. <laughs> At least try. Yeah, uh, yeah, I am. Um, I I think it's it's sort of how every conversation is at the minute, both politically, socially, every. And it's either you're here or there, and with almost everything in the world, the answer always lies in the middle. Extreme sides of every argument are always, when you look at them, fucking stupid. And the arguments of 
are trans women women? The answer being either yes in every single way, of course, yes, or no, no, they're not. Fuck them. Keep your dick. Like both of those things are fucking stupid. And how those people identify on the binary scale and on the, you know, the gender spectrum isn't as clear as like it's not like light switch on light switch off it's like sexuality with gay or straight yeah. it, it, it all works on that spectrum but people love and we've said this back for like way back everything on twitter none of the none of the sort of middle ground rises to the top in the no. trending because no. it's way more retweetable to be like you fucking hell it's ridiculous or like I just think everyone should be allowed like those are the two extremes that like bubble to the top I think the bet a, a problem is for such a long time it's it's all surrounding the language around it really because gender and sex up until about two and a half years ago were the same thing to most people and to this day to a lot of people they're the same thing if you were born with a dick you're a man if you were born with a fanny you're a woman that's been the thing for that's so medical for so long but, That's what doctors say. Yeah, you've got a fanny. It's a fucking girl. But because of that, it's like the, to use the UFC as another example. There's the men's competition and the women's competition. If you want to fix it so that no one can argue, turn it into the male competition and the female competition because that's about born in sex. Then, so you can be like, yeah, you you were born male and you've transitioned into a woman. But you're still male. You can never change your sex. You're a male. And that means, even though you've now got a vagina and a pair of tits, you've still got to fight Conor McGregor next Sunday. Do you know what I mean? Right. That that would... Because then there's no arguments. I think that'd be a disadvantage. It would. I think Conor would punch in the tits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pop a stitch out. Do you not think the women can do that as well? I think any woman in the UFC has ever thought, I'll just jab it in the fucking nipples. Can yeah, your nipple yeah, yeah. twist in the UFC? Is that allowed? No, you can't tickle either. Yeah. Yeah, I told you that, yeah, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. Mm. Um, in related news, I'm having a uh, a child, and I don't, you know, I wouldn't want to identify their gender on their behalf. What about its sex, though? It's sex. Yeah. I'd Did you to, find that out? I'd, I mean, I saw a dick, but we'd have to speak to the child <laughs> in 18 years, because it might just be, yeah, we're having a boy. You're having a boy? Who will one day maybe decide to be male. Um... um no, he's, he is male. Yeah. He might decide to be a man. Yeah. Yeah. Or he might decide to be a fucking... Lob the dick off. Pot. Get in the Tour de France. <laughs> Go on, fucking... Go on, lad. No ball chafe up a fucking mountain. So, I know you've got a daughter already, but this is quite a laddie podcast at times. So, having a boy means this could be the first official here to the have a weird throne. Here. Here. The, here. The here. Uh, here. 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 If you, I will be doing it. I'll yeah. be doing it in the Countess of Chester. <laughs> Can you keep it down, Lord COVID rules? <laughs> fucking yes, mate. So I need to have a boy now so that in like 18 years, when we're ready to retire with our billions of pounds from the Have a Word Network, Have a Word can carry on. So we'll have your kid, my kid on the desk. We'll have Carl's kid over there, Finn's kid over there. Have a word, seniors. Please let us, like, f live from the old people's home. 
That'd be amazing. <laughs> I mean, the audio's not great, you know, because the, t- the the fucking dentures keep rattling, but it's still the original format. You want to do Haverware Juniors like Ash Club 7? Yeah, that's what I want. And I then want. they can just grow up to become a, another band as well. Yeah, but we take loads of the money. Yeah, we're on a 80% commission. Dad, I just want to, like, mow the lawn. Fuck off! Get in that podcast studio! <laughs> like Britney Spears, have you seen that? She's still fucked, isn't she? What? Britney Spears. What about Britney Spears? Where the fuck's that come from? Her dad owns her career, basically. And oh really? And she's just lost. Well, she's she's yeah because she's been deemed unfit, unfit. to control her own finances because yeah. she had several episodes that threatened herself and her children. But yeah, she basically went, "Can my dad not control my money, please?" And the court went, "No, you're batshit." <laughs> basically, that it's was a, I tell you, it's I feels like an abridged version. <laughs> it, it, oh yeah, well, I've actually got I've actually got the court papers here. Um, I look down. I look at Etta sometimes. She's three. And I, like, I have to tell her to wash her hands after she's pooed. Sometimes I have to wipe her ass if she doesn't... And I'm like, it's constant, like, these are the rules. Don't do that. You'll fall down there. Please do that. Eat that. If you don't eat that, you're going to be tired. Please go to the toilet if you need a piss. Great one. You've pissed on the bathroom floor. Like, it's constant, like, to relinquish the control as they get old. That sounds a lot like the last six months of the relationship with Jade. (laughs) Wipe your ass. Wash your hands. You've pissed on the floor again. This is a public episode. I know it is. okay, Damn, Adam was talking like it was a patron up in I wasn't talking like I said that to her. <laughs> she said that to me. Right, okay, good. Jade, you've weed again. How the fuck could a, a woman wee on the floor? You'd have to have a hell of a wonky flap there, wouldn't you? What? For yeah. a woman to wee on the floor. I think it's more about misjudging when you when you, you you're gonna have to go in the toilet. Oh, it's no. not like a hovering over and then missing by two meters. <laughs> a wonky flap. <laughs> Okay, that's what uh, the labour are for. <laughs> directing piss. They're like, have you ever played? Uh, have you ever gone bowling with like a special kid and they put like the <laughs> and they put the inflatable things down the side? That's what flaps are for women's wee. Like, oh, go, it's going but everywhere. If you had a big enough flap and it was at an angle, you could have a wee out of it and it would come up like a fucking water shoot. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You could though. She's weeing in the bath. <laughs> um, yeah. Have you? Ever, do you ever wee on the floor a little bit by accident? Do you ever dribble a bit towards the end? You, I get bored of weeing mm. and I'm like ah it must be done <laughs> I'm like oh no I wasn't fuck on yeah. the floor are you doing it from a distance sometimes like sometimes do you ever get a little bit of dust on your on your japs eye or something and you start weeing and it and it sort of goes and it does that thing of like just sends it off and you have to like readjust sometimes like have I, you ever had that where I, you're like I've, I've, I've had it but it doesn't happen I not a bit of dust I don't I've, got a, I've got dust. a dusty dick I've been married bit of jizz maybe like after you've just had sex lies still lies little... no come on <laughs> you haven't got a dry plug of jizz in your dick <laughs> no but like after you've just had sex sometimes you weigh off at an angle don't you really when you merge lanes innit yeah what yeah. It's like merging lanes you've got two lanes in your dick the jizz and the piss and but they come out at the end it like what it bottlenecks doesn't it <laughs> so I'm having a son um, uh, Yeah sometimes after you've just had sex You go for a wee And you think you're going Because your dick's strays And you, it goes Whoa Off to the Yeah 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 that's what I'm talking about It's really nice the wee after sex Isn't it When you have a, a piss after You've bonked You're like Oh it's like Extra enjoyment isn't it Can't be yeah it, Yeah yeah. So we went into Window of the womb In Ellesmere Port To do yeah. a private gender reveal Yeah and um, went in and they, they were all really friendly because you're paying 
you're used to the NHS like, Nightingale, come on, love, there's fucking COVID everywhere. 17 people dead today. And then in window of the room, like, you're right. I'm Laura as well. <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever heard. And then you go in and there's three women. Um, and my natural instinct is to flirt. Just, you know, like to be a bit flirty. And there is never a more inappropriate time to flirt with women when you're getting a gender reveal scan on your massively pregnant Hang wife on, that's next to you. When you, you say like flirt, because go- you say it's inappropriate, but there's there's levels of flirting. Just being a bit funny and nice is can be flirting. But were you like, hey, what are you doing Saturday? Like, what 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 level of flirting are we talking? I feel like you've taken flirting and added layers to it. Like that's like trying to get laid, isn't it? Yeah, I just feel like you you know when you're just you're being a bit flirt, you're being a bit fun and whatever, and it just. It, you get in there and you're like, okay, don't do any of that. So I felt quite nervous, and they put the like, they put the like jizzy stuff on Laura's tummy and start doing the. So we've got big what is that stuff? Is it Vaseline? Vaseline. <laughs> it's a bit of WD forty. <laughs> I can't get purchase on this tummy. I think it's KY jelly. Is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought KY jelly was like lube. I think I think it's got well, a little. There's a lube, isn't it? It's to, so they can move the thing around the belly without like scratch. Yeah, I just remembered something. And a, I've just had a proper flashback, and it's horrible. It's a bit lubey. Yeah. A bit. It's a little bit lubey. And uh, oh god, b- big barrel in the corner. Hold your flashback. Just hold your flashback. Big barrel in the corner. What's up? It's a flashback to lube, isn't it? Can I just finish this story without you having it's a mental a breakdown on, about sorry. fingering someone's no, arsehole it's, with it's lube? No, it's so much worse than me fingering someone's arsehole. I remember... Do you want me to... I want Dan to finish No, no, it's, like, it's gone, no, isn't it? No, he, he won't no. be... He's gone. He, he now has to tell this story. Because look. Because <laughs> look, there's no point. And I'll just... I'll end up the story and he'll be like... Go I on. went in the bathroom after my mum had been in the bath and there was KY Jelly just on the radiator. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> When I was like oh young, me, it was like God. a few years after that. I mean, how big was she? Up. Did she need to lube the bathtub? I don't, I don't know. No, well, I, she'd obviously been getting herself off in the bath, me ma. No, what? that doesn't work. In terms I don't of, like, know. I just viscos- remember it. Viscosity, like, does the jelly work? I just remember bowl? going, "Mum, what's this?" And she went, "Doesn't matter. Don't mention that to anyone." Lube in the bath. Yeah. It was in the bathroom. Right. I don't know whether she. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she had a, a really big poo <laughs> and she needed to like butter the fucking lane up before it came out. <laughs> I don't know whether that's better or worse. And when you've not got KY jelly, use butter. You know no, she was an adult woman. She had needs. My dad had gone. Oh, fair play. God, good God. <laughs> I don't think there's... What are the other uses for KY jelly? Not to call your mum like a a bit of a... Um, I don't... I just, I'm trying to defend her honour. What does it look... Is it... I've never seen it. Is it like a, a, like a see-through... Something like that. It's like jelly... Was it? Oh, it, I I didn't find like a bowl of jelly. It was in the tube. No, no, but it looked it? like it looked it's just like, like clear clear gel, isn't it? It just looked it? like really fancy toothpaste to me because it was just in a tube. Yeah. I was like, "Mum, you've left your toothpaste." She's like, "It's not for oh, me fucking teeth." Fuck back no, lad. <laughs> Some rat. Yeah, I would never have told that on this if I hadn't just had that Vietnam style flashback. Yeah. Do you think it was for anything else? I want it to be for something else. Hair gel. Hair gel. Yeah, yeah. My mum always had hair gel on. Mum was a bit of a greaser. Yeah. Oh, my God. I met a guy tonight. <laughs> Ready like to go. something about Mary. <laughs> so we're in, the, uh, we're in the gender suite where they're doing the thing. And I just got a bit excited. And they were like, you, you, they've got you on a, like a big screen. And 
obviously because I've done it before when I to, when we went in there they're, they're showing you a little baby and you see a leg and then a head like oh isn't it cute I'm like it looks like a fucking alien like they're because they're being paid they're very much like oh see baby's arm you're like Ooh, is it so I start thinking well I'm looking for a dick because you are aren't you I've had a girl before and there's nothing to see they, they know what they're looking for but as a fucking you know a tourist to the looking at baby scans I was like I'm basically looking for a dick and I said it out loud I'm looking for a dick I went I'm looking for a penis and they were like <laughs> and I was like but that I, because the, the the woman laughed nervously I turned and I went but you are on you that's the game <laughs> you're looking for a willy and Laura went stop saying willy <laughs> and then held my arm like like, she, like she's trying to she literally has a belly out and she was like <laughs> he's just excited which is code for shut the fuck up <laughs> because I did it I got I got too excited and we're there's like a little thin door and there's like a waiting area with other people in and I'm there going <laughs> it's about seeing a willy you've got to see a penis it's a fucking cringy moment and then big beryl thought that was the banter of like oh this dad obviously really wants a son and then wouldn't stop fucking chipping in so i got bolloped by laura slyly like he's excited shut the fuck up so i didn't say anything she was like oh god he really wants a boy don't he he wants a boy and i don't i wasn't that bothered like i was happy either way you actually sort of wanted a girl didn't you i was i was prep for a girl because we've yeah. had a girl and then you had you like I'm just going to be one of them dads that's got girls but uh, it's pretty nice it's, pretty, it's exciting to can I have a little have you got a, a name in mind Jack Jack well, I've got a little brother called Jack I know that's why I thought of you when it was yeah. going yeah Jack's Jack Nightingale sounds like he's handy as well Jack Alexander Nightingale is what we're Jack Nightingale about. sounds like he could smash someone's head in yeah he sounds handy fucking 19th century yeah. bare knuckle boxer yeah Jack Nightingale yeah so it was a uh, exciting sounds um, like he could have his own programme on ITV4 Jack, Jack Nightingale, Nightingale f- crime fighting do you like it I think Whoa. it works yeah, there's a lot like of Jacks it. knocking about yeah I like it yeah do you know there's a an app called Kinder Kinder. That's like Tinder. Yeah. But for kids. But for kids. <laughs> Swipe left if you're a nonce. Um, so you, you, you download it with your missus. She's got Kinder as well. You've got Kinder. And then they just suggest names to you. And if you don't like it, you swipe left. And if you like it, you swipe right. And when you've got a match. So for baby names, not just it's not just showing your kids, like, do you want this one? No, it's not an adoption, would you like to fuck a kid app. Jesus Christ. You said, what Tinder for kids? Yeah. You didn't say, it's oh, a baby name app. Sorry. You said, it's like Tinder for kids. I meant- that, I'm not paraphrasing. That is <laughs> the quote. It's like Tinder for kids. Right. There's a four-year-old <laughs> in eight, eight miles away. <laughs> oh, listen, I, I want to touch a kid, but I'm not driving. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm a paedophile, but I, I like local kids. Um... <laughs> No, it's ki- kids' names. Kids' names. Right, okay. Yeah. Good. I love it when you Good. look at me like this. You're like, this life will never be mine, and it will be one day. <laughs> no, it, it will it's be. It's coming. I want kids. I do want kids. A few years, you know. Need to meet the right girl. And yeah. All that, you know. Or someone who identifies as a girl. No. All right. Oh, yeah. Cool. I want a yeah, born-in yeah. one. Just, Adam, I've always loved you. A, yeah. We can adopt. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. We oh. could adopt, if not. I think you, you know, two. Even like ten years, 
Because I know how much Carl loves his missus. Raise, raise and, a child on FIFA. Go on. Do you know if that ever goes down the pan? I know how much commitment and effort and time you've put into that relationship. You'd just... You'd be single forever, I think. Probably. I think you'd just be like, fuck this. If it didn't work out with her, it's not going to work out with anyone. That's how much he loves his girlfriend. And I feel like, for like tax reasons or something, we'd get married and we'd just adopt a load of kids and just form our own five-a-side footy team. <gasps> Amazing. Yes. Yeah. We'll get have a word to sponsor the kit. We did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Sick, well, man. I've got Jack, so if you have any boys, I've, I've boxed Jack off. You're going to have to <laughs> think of your own names. I've got one. Been informed. Felicia. You've got a girl's name. Felicia. Yeah. It's keeping on the pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You two having kids. What a fucking We'd disaster. We'd be fucking boss dads. What oh do you mean? Disaster. What a disaster. We'd be boss dads because you know what? We know what kids want so we'd be like do you know what you don't want to go to school don't have to lad you want to play FIFA play FIFA you want spaghetti for breakfast spaghetti for breakfast I'd let the kid choose its own destiny yeah. instead of putting societal pressure on it and conforming to the norms do you want to wear you sound like such a smackhead bearer like no listen to me like society tells them they've not got to do glue at 11 and go to school and I, I don't believe in it I let destiny raise my kids I mean three are dead and, and two are in care but that's destiny isn't it no, but I feel like it's always the the woman in the relationship is like, no, we need to put the kid in school, and you're a dickhead, and don't don't be like, we're, we're both mavericks. We could raise the kid. <laughs> we are mavericks. P.S. I think you should do this speech at the adoption agency. <laughs> oh my god! Listen, love. Listen, love. Yeah, we want five. I'm not one. Who fucking wants one? You don't want one. You want five. You can't play five aside. We can't play one aside, dickhead. And we're mavericks, me and Carl. We know what kids want. FIFA, spaghetti for breakfast. Why are you closing the door? Don't lock the fucking door. Exactly. KY jelly. See, this is what he does. It's a heresy. This is what he does all the time. He takes the piss, right? And then when it happens and it works, he'll be like, I'm sorry. Because it happens all the time. He's always like, that'll be fucking stupid, that. Don't be a dickhead. And then it'll it'll pan out, it'll be sound. And then he'll be like, do you know what? I fucked up there. You were right. Can my kid play in goal? And we'll be like, it can be a sub. Right. Okay. Well, I will get my apology ready. And I because will, what I you've got to think of, that. right? Is, oh, who wants who wants one or one five out there? Sometimes, right? Sometimes, very rare, but sometimes people get pregnant with five babies. You have quintuplets, right? And that can be too much pressure. And often they'll yeah. give up the quintuplets because they'll be like, "I only expected one kid, can't deal with it," right? Because it's a newest relationship to be together. Do they couple. give away four? No, keep the best one. You can't split them up. Oh, right, right, so right, right. The, they like give up. No, 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 no. He's obviously done the research. <laughs> so they give up. I love it when his eyes, his eyes, he's like, alive. He's alive. They give he, up he's all, alive with his own bullshit. They give up all five. I wanted one. I'm not doing five. Pa, 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 pa. Get out. Exactly. But then at the adoption agency, they're ideally looking for someone who'll take all five. Not, e- not easy couples who've been together a few years and have decided to adopt or whatever they don't want to take all five on it's hard they sometimes they get split up to give them all like a fifth of a medallion hoping they come back together one day <laughs> is that how it happens <laughs> how many animated films have you been watching recently but <laughs> what they really want is all five to go to one, one home and be raised together and that's where me and him can come in yes <laughs>
<laughs> and we call them the Power Rangers. That'll be the names. Do you know you're in a relationship? If Serica's watching this, she's going to be like, what? I thought we were going to have babies, Carl. Serica will just be happy that she's never going to have to push a child out. She can keep... Or five. Exactly. She could She could live with us. Serica can come live with us. I yeah. don't mind. She can have her own room. Having five kids. Yeah. Power Rangers. Not kids. Yeah, but not just five kids. Five little fucking legends. That's where the KY jelly comes in. How big was your head at birth? <laughs> The maybe, old boys? maybe it was left over. The old I boys? was a cesarean, me. Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking ask how cesarean. Chop it up, lube it up, get it out. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was, yeah. a, I was an emergency cesarean, and then my little brother was a planned cesarean because I was an emergency. Yeah, like they flapped it because like I was fucking like doing oh, karate or something. They were like, we need to get him out now. Doing karate in the womb. I was just like, fucking let me out, lad. <laughs> and they went, let's just cut him out. Hey, <laughs> mate, we've got to get him out. He's a fucking ninja. They don't flap it. They go through the belly. <laughs> Kirby! Hey, come on! Kirby! Kirby! Well, yeah? wasn't that a mystery fucking tour of a first section? I honestly think me and Carl would be the best dads. You think you are the best at a lot of things, though, <laughs> and you love him, and I don't know if... I it just would be don't, the best thing for the I kids. I genuinely don't see a problem. Like, no. I know it's not normal, and I know I was half taking the piss for a bit there, but I don't see where it could possibly go wrong. <laughs> Answers to haveawordpod at gmail.com. <laughs> Having a kid with someone, you and Laura will be together forever. You just will. You just know it works. You're amazing. You support her. She supports you. You've got two kids. Oh, yeah. And you both know. Forever. For it, now. Exactly. Come. Right. But relationships end. Trust me. I know Okay You've been hurt I'm never going to break up with him No nope, So the allowed. kids will always have a stable home Do you know what I mean? Not living in stables Horses <laughs> Come on <laughs> <laughs> Mate, We're, we're never going to break up Finn is the fire extinguisher around Because <laughs> I'm on fire We're never going to break up If like You know arguments in a relationship You've seen how often me and him argue And it's do- As soon as the argument's had Does. It's done innit there's so, no resentment It's just No 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 Like it's just over Don't need to talk about it There's no hot, No grudges held We'd be fucking boss parents We'd never argue In front of the kids We'd go in the garden Call each other a cunt Come back in Make their tea Let them have a game of FIFA Play a bit of Kaplunk Sounds like northern parenting actually. Kaplunk FIFA. Kaplunk Do you want to play Kaplunk With the kids? No I don't I prefer to play Monopoly Yeah but you Like I'm just saying Different day. You can't play Monopoly every Are you day. two actually Getting into this Did you have your first Like lover's tiff Like hey love Don't wanna play Kaplunk I see my kids As more Monopoly <laughs> You gotta have a few options though Oh you shit You wanna play Risk I like to play Risk with them. Bit of Risk Bit of Cluedo Yeah Yeah Ooh. Game yeah. night at the fucking What was that The Roglers the Roglers, yeah. We could. Ju- you don't need to double double battle it because then the Tory. You can't be the Rogue Reglers. You can't be the. You're amalgamating it. Yeah, you got a Rogler. The Roglers. Carl and Adam Rogler. Yeah, and the five heroin addict and, kids. No, we'd have six. Three called Carl. Why's that one got kaplunk spikes in its eye? Because honestly, it's destiny. What you say? Three, we'd have six. Three Adams. Three Carls. Yeah. All you, spelled you, differently. Have you just asked for an extra one? Yeah. So you're waiting for someone to give up six tuplets? <laughs> six tuplets? No, do you know what, lad? We'll still just go for five and you can have three cars. Nice Say compromise. That? That's why Oh, my work. God. That worked in relationships. Nice one, lad. See? But the two hardest ones are getting called Adam. That's fair. How do you know how hard they are when they're little? Make them fight. Like oh. pit bulls. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> okay, yeah. We'll do that. The three cars, dog, with the best there. Yeah. Sound. My kid's not playing with your kids. 
It's not welcome. They sound fierce. Not, not welcome in Casa de Rogla. <laughs> Casa de Rogla. Casa de Rogla. We'll live in fucking Sandfield Park by Alder Hospital in West Derby. Massive fucking mansion house. Yeah. <laughs> Why near Alder Hay? Close the to the hospital. <laughs> because it's like the nicest area to Liverpool. It's like a fucking gated community. It's fucking sick. It's boss around there. You can have a house each. You can have a car each. Yeah. How much sugar's in that fucking Pepsi? <laughs> I had a coffee on the way in. All right. <laughs> now it's making sense. Yeah. But I, I honestly think it could work. Dan, you could be the godfather. Yeah. Yeah. To the Carls. You're not, not your godfather. No. I want Carl to be the godfather to the Adams. Right. And the, and the dad. And Who's the, the mum? And the mum. You're the mum. You reckon? Yeah. Tits. Yeah. <laughs> and one flap. <laughs> Pissing all over the fucking kitchen. Uh, can we call a break? Yeah. Because I fear for children I haven't met. <laughs> Today's podcast is sponsored by SupremeCBD.uk. Go and check them out. They're one of the biggest and most trusted sellers of CBD oils in the UK. You'll have heard about CBD. It's not weed. It's not marijuana. It's not got THC. It's the oil derived from plant-based marijuana and cannabis. It doesn't get you fucked up, but it has loads of health benefits. CBD oil has been studied for its potential role in easing symptoms of many common health issues, including anxiety, depression, acne, psoriasis, and heart disease. For those with cancer, it may even provide a natural alternative for pain and symptom relief. Look, I'm not saying it's a wonder drug, but people are starting to trust CBD oil as an alternative to chemical-based medication. It could work for you for any one of those things. It's worth a try. Some of their best-selling products include Supreme CBD Face Cream. They've got Supreme CBD Large Gummy Bears. They also even do a fruity e-liquid, so you can vape and get CBD. Vape it up! And if you play a lot of sport, you can try the Supreme CBD Muscle and Joint Rub. And if you place an order at SupremeCBD.uk, use the promo code WORD and you will get 30% off everything. They'll give us a little cut, it helps support the podcast, and you get yourself 30%. So remember, use the promo code WORD at SupremeCBD.uk. Fuck, I cannot say that company name one more time. SupremeCBD.uk. What up? Don't be a Tory. Down your tabo shandy and tell a friend. This is Hava Word. Okay. Make a second section. Welcome back. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen the video before we crack on? <laughs> yeah. Of the Ghani, Ghanaian? Ghanaian. 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 The Ghanaian uh, fella reading out the football scores. Unbelievable. Why isn't it Garnish? Garnish. <laughs> Ghanaish. No, Garnish, Garnish. Like a fucking sprinkle of coriander on your curry. Um, I don't think I've laughed at anything as much as I laughed at Carl it felt so on point at have yeah. a word didn't it yeah. like yeah. several people <laughs> tweeted us going lads and and I was like this is a fake this is a fake African newsreader and then you're like I don't think it is that's real and what's really funny is the ones he mispronounces <laughs> the ones he mispronounces are amazing but some of my favourite moments are when he pronounces them right but he seems like surprised that he nailed it and he goes like Fulham <laughs> nil <laughs> <laughs> he calmed down Aston Villa Chelsea 4 Sheffield United <laughs> Sheffield United it's unbelievable my favourite one is Wolverhampton Wanderers yeah. and Tottenham when he goes oh, what the, what the, what the, what the, 
Su- Sunday? Where's my family going? Neil? Tottenham Hotspot Post Twist! One. Have you seen him do Serie A? Yeah, that's the one. The Serie A and the uh, the Bundesliga. Borussia Mönchengladbach. Oh my God. When he tries to say Hoffenheim and he just goes... <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like... I don't know how this is my job either. Oh, yeah, I just... Like, sometimes it's like he tries to calm himself down because it's so like... Like he goes... Everton! One! Manchester United! <laughs> why, is really he, calm. why is he in full black tie as well? Yeah, he's literally looks like he's going to like the Ghanaian Sports Awards or something. He's got a, he's fucking... a fucking news anchor. What? He's a news anchor. He's wearing black tie, as in a dicky bow, white shirt, and black. <laughs> he's not wearing a, a jacket and a tie. It's like he's going to an awards night. He got tucks on. Got tucks yeah, maybe that's on. just what their customs are over there. You need to be more sensitive to other cultures. Fucking prick. Have a wig put. This is from Wes. This caught my eye. Want to see the state of our Wes? Uh, I wanted to see what you thought about bullying and bullies as a whole. The general assumption is this is something that happens on a school playground, but the older I've got, the more I've witnessed this happen in the workplace, whether this be in groups or individually taking the piss out of someone who is more vulnerable and not as strong socially. Have you fellas dealt with these types of people? Have you ever come across who's tried to someone who's tried to persistently take the piss in your life and how have you dealt with it? Or how would you deal with it? All the best for the future, Wes. Um, it's the yes. first time in a hundred episodes someone's asked about bullying yeah I think um, so I worked in McDonald's when I was 16 until I was 18 and some of the staff in there were fucking horrible like they, they really really, really, really <laughs> I didn't even know you were doing it <laughs> they, like they were really fucking horrible like I won't name any names but a couple of the women in there were really really fucking horrible to one of the men who worked there how old were the what what are we talking who's who's the lead cunt basically who's being the they were all shittiest? sort of like late 20s early 30s so they supervisors and managers yeah 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 ah, and they would really like top down country there was a fella who worked there who like he was dead sound I got on with him really well but they would like the way they spoke to him was just different to everyone else and they made him feel like shit and I was too young and immature to stand up for him like I don't really take that if you're if you've seen how I handle anyone speaking to me like shit like when that fucking car park woman I just I, I don't like if someone who even is my I've boss I've seen it up front like I, I called you on something the other way can you fucking what you we, I think that's a respect thing as well innit but it's also like a if you know your position in the world, you can go, no, yeah, no, yeah, fuck off. And you also get to go, hey, leave him the fuck alone. But when you're yeah. 18, 19, yeah. well, you're I, all like, I, please no, like I, me. I was like 16, 17. Yeah, it's even, it's even harder. Yeah, so, but like, I, I've i had this problem. <laughs> it's sort of a skew on this question, but I had a problem when I worked in nightclubs. When I was just a member of staff, some managers loved me. And some of them hated me. And it's because if a manager asked me to do something, I would ask why. Like, I was not the type to be like, well, you're the manager. 
and I'm the slave. So whatever you say goes. You're three and a half years older than me and have been working here for five years. You earn 20 pence an hour more than I do, so you know everything. I'll call you Lord. But, like, there's some in Barway. There's this sort of um, long-standing... This is a not really about bullying. It's just a, a sort of sign-up. We will come back to that. But, like, there's a long-standing thing, isn't there? Like, on a day when it's quiet as fuck, the owner... Or, like, the head manager will say to the bar manager, don't have the staff just sat around doing nothing. So they'll try and find jobs that don't need to be Clean doing. the bar. No, not even that, because I get that. But they'd be like, uh, will you go to the cellar? And you know where the Corona is? Will you, I want that where the Peroni normally is. And I, and put the Peroni where the Budweiser is. Just move it round a bit, because we sell more Peroni than Corona. So let's have that near the door. And it's basically just, we're paying you £6.50 an hour, and there's no customers at the minute, so go and just fucking do something, because I can't be asked watching you stand there. And I'd go, why? Why are we doing that? Well, you need to be doing something. I don't, though, do I? It just doesn't matter. Like, I just, like... I'm not doing something for the sake of doing it. Just, like, send me on a break. I'll go on an hour break if you want. I'd rather do that than go and do something that doesn't fucking matter. So, some managers love that. Because I'll go, why would I do that? Do you want me to clean the bar? I'll clean the bar. The bar could do with a clean. I'll deep clean the fridge. But I'm not going to do something that just doesn't fucking need to be done. Um, do you think you'd have made a good soldier? No. <laughs> I couldn't be in the army. Right, war. Why? That's why. Hey, hey, lad. War. What is it good for? <laughs> Send us on a break. <laughs> yeah, but there's like the managers in McDonald's. Some of them. Some of them were amazing. But some of them are just like, eh, I'm the fucking manager. I passed my manager's exam, so you do what the fuck I'm saying. Because she probably had a manager. They probably had managers that were arseholes to them. Yeah, yeah. And it, does, it doesn't half pass the baton of country. Yeah, but like this, the, the fella I'm talking about, they were just like... Uh, I'm the manager so fucking do it or you get sacked do you want to be sacked and he just needed the job so he just he, he just took so much shit and, and he knew he wasn't going to stand up for himself yeah, I just like yeah I wish I was a bit older or a bit more confident at the time to be like the fuck are you talking to him like that for because if someone talks to me like shit I, I think genuinely <laughs> and this might be a self-saving bias I'm dead, dead sound with people and I'm really respectful of people until they're not respectful of me. The second I feel an inch of disrespect from someone, it's, I snap. It's not like a, a gradual thing. If you're a cunt to me, I, will, I, I can be so overwhelmingly aggressive. If I feel like you're, you're treating me like shit when I've done nothing wrong, then it, it's just done. And I, like... I can just be like, no, fuck you, fuck your whole family, and here's why you should go and kill yourself. Yeah, but there's also, like, I mean, sometimes socially, people like who are like that don't half make things fucking eggy. But at the same time, there's something quite transparent about it, isn't it? Like, you know, like, I'm not going to literally sit in this dressing room and call you a cunt. I'm not keen on you, mate. And if you press me on it, I'm going to tell you I'm not keen on you. I'm not being like, all right, mate, how are the kids? Hey, all right, yeah, I'll message you. What's at me about that thing? And inside going, I fucking hate you, you shit. Like, people who behave like that, who are like, oh, fuck that, fuck this. I'm not into that. It, it's not always the easiest conversation or the easiest workplace, but at least it's black and white. Sometimes... Comedy's bad for that, isn't it? Comedy... See, Edinburgh. I, I, think, I think there's an element of... If you're going to be a pro at anything, get on with it. Yeah. And, and understand that you're going to work with people who you don't rate, you don't particularly like, they'll have done something to you. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not love and war, it's just gigs and fucking yeah. stage time. Just be nice, play nice, be a professional. 
But there is also, and this is something I don't like about comedy, there is a contrary that I don't think is bad as it used to be. Because the jongler circuit that died off, which was all like a, a very like laddie, stag do sort of, it was a, quite a closed in circuit of older comics who were entrenched in their, in their circuit. It was almost like a circuit within the circuit. And they were horrible cunts, some of those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of those dressing rooms. And I think because that died off, because there's now more acts, there's younger acts, it's lessened. There's some nicer people about. But I can spot some country in a dressing room. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'd prefer people to be a bit more honest and be like, yeah, not asked. I'm not asked about you and I'm not going to pretend to be your friend. Because when I see snakery yeah. and like, oh yeah, brilliant. And then they wait till they leave the dressing room and then they're like, fucking shit. See, there's a difference. Like, Ooh. And I've probably been guilty of doing something similar myself. But as I grow older, I look back and think, it's a, it's a kind of bullying. It's a country. There's a difference can I say between... Co- can I say country anymore on this podcast? <laughs> Apologies, that'll be the last one. There's a difference between being professional, polite, and, and being two-faced. Like, there's comedians I don't like who I have to work with. And when they come in a dressing room... Name them. No, I, have jo- on, I have on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, but there's, there's people who will walk in a dressing room who I don't like or whatever for whatever reason I've seen something they've done or I don't like how they did whatever but I'm a professional and I, I my career is a big part of my life so I'm not going to fucking throw it down the fucking bin just because someone was a gobshite sometime so if they walk in I'll be like we've done a weekend yeah we've done a weekend together yeah last year where Adam <laughs> I'm not we're not going to say the name but for the whole weekend I like this is the point before we did the podcast yeah. this is how long ago it was it was before I started the hack radio pod, mm-hmm. and it was before it was when you were trying to do like top a, five, uh, yeah. And we recorded it in the dressing in the dressing room, so we were like so far, but we were starting to get on really well at that point, weren't we? Yeah, like, yeah. We, and we we went for a bit of food that weekend. We hung out, and there were so many points of the weekend in taxis and in in the dressing room where I looked over Adam, and he was doing this face like, yeah. <laughs> Because someone was chatting bullshit got- and you didn't want to be like, shut up, you knob. But yeah. I knew from everything about your body language, you wanted to go, yeah. shut up, you knob. So that comic that you're talking about, I don't like. I think they're a miserable twat who sucks the energy out of a dressing room. And do you know what? Sound. Air life. <laughs> His or her life. No, wait. That needs to be cut. And you know what? Their life is worse than mine because they're constantly unhappy and I get it and maybe they're having a bad time. Sound. I don't like them. But when they're in a dressing room, I don't hate them. They've never really done anything personal to me. So I'm not going to be like, oh, this miserable twat's here. So I'm just like, oh, you mate, you're all right. Yeah, 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 sound. And I'll just... I'll have a, a a baseline colleague level conversation with them, but I also won't be like, "Should we go out for dinner tomorrow?" Me and Dan are going for food. Do you want to join us? Because I don't want them to be there. Do you know what I mean? But what it, I hate is those people face, who are like. It was your face that weekend, just like. But if someone's being a gobshite to me, or let's say in that dressing room, that comic was horrible to you, or started being a cunt about something, I'm at the stage now where I'll be like, I'll pull them up on it. Do you know what I mean? If the like if they said something out of line to me or to you, if like 
<laughs> they were like, they they were like to you, oh, this the way you did that on stage, didn't like that. They're like, well, it's not to fucking do with you, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's comparing, so if he wants to do crowdway like that, it's fucking business. It fucking works. Shut the fuck up. Like I've had, I've seen people in dressing rooms, older school comics like you're talking about, who are like, no, it should be done this way. And there's a divide in comedy about what the compare should do. Should the compare go out and just do crowd work? Should the compare go out and do a bit of crowd work, then do a bit of written material so that the audience are ready for written material? And different comics like different things. And about 18 months ago now, I was in a dressing room for the same chain of comedy clubs that we, we were playing. And um, I The Chuckle up, Huts. There was a, an older school comic opening right uh, and a, a, a real solid compare and I was closing that night right so it was after that one I'd done with you um, and you know why sort of thing I, we'll talk about it in a minute but uh, I think this older school comic was like fuming that someone 20 years their junior was closing because oh, they do get so that so many times but the compare went out and just did uh, a load of material a load of crowd work and didn't do any material they ripped it brought the opening act on and the opening act didn't have a very good gig it was fine got away with it but just not good enough and when there's an older school comic like that who resents the fact that there's a younger guy going on to close over them they feel like this pressure to be like well I've got to be fucking better than him to show this comedy club that they've got this the wrong way around and it just wasn't a gig that was going to go that way and they come off and went to the compare you need to be doing material because you brought me on there and they weren't ready for material you need to do material before you bring the opener on and the compare was like because the compare was new to the club oh yeah and uh, they were like oh throwing their weight around a bit yeah they went uh, well yeah well tomorrow I'll do it that way and I went no you don't have to do that and the <laughs> the older school was like what and I went yeah you don't have to do that like you're comparing you're entitled to host the show you ripped it you've done your job they were ready for the show It'll be fine. It's like you don't tell the compare how to do it. They've been booked to compare. You've been you can have a set. preference. Yeah, you can have a preference. You don't tell people, but how you to don't do it. get to tell people how to do it. No, that um, and th- th- those old, those older Sioux comics have come from an era where they it was almost like a bit of a cabal, wasn't it? Like they had that Jonglers dressing room. I remember doing my first open spot in Jonglers, and they were all mates, and they were all late thirties, mid forties, and I was like, felt so young. <laughs> Hardly anyone made eye contact with me. And it's they get to just throw the weight around. And then things change. Stand-up yeah. in, in the UK improves. That chain dies away because it was a dog shit version of comedy. And there's some of them have just disappeared. And some of them are now having to play ball with newer, more interesting acts. And like, uh, this is how you should do it. Like, uh, One of my least favourite things in stand-up is comics telling other comics how to do it. I have ideas on how I like it done. I don't tell someone yeah. how to do it. We've got mates who aren't... It's not even an, uh, a young, old thing. We've got a mate who's obsessed with um, when they're comparing that someone shouldn't do crowd work in their set. And they're like, well, I don't think you should because then it ruins my comparing. And you're like, once it's their stage time, do they can want. do what the fuck they want. Yeah. You don't have to like it. You just have to concentrate and see what's going on. I'm sorry. That's yeah. how it works. Don't be... Uh, that, that is a prime example of bullying. Yeah, and it it's uh, the, the job of the comic is are you ripping it? And one more thing on the the old guy thing, uh, the old guard of comedy. A lot of them are amazing, by the way. We we need to say that there's a lot of comics who've been doing this twenty five thirty years are. who are fucking unbelievable, supportive of a new acts, um, and they 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 put their out. Dave Johns, Geordie Dave Johns, 
was amazing with me when I first started. I that night in Chester that I had a really good gig that you were on. He was on that night and he put me in touch with the hyena. He said he was going to speak to Julia at Highlight and he was like, you're going to be a comic and I want to help you. He's fucking amazing, Dave. He can be a whiny old twat on Facebook and he fucking knows it, but he's dead sound. And he, he, he's he got his opinions and he's like, no, this is what I think. And you can have a different one, but I think I'm right. So oh, he's cantankerous, but he's a great comic. He, he's a great comic and he's really sound. There's a load of them like that. But there's all, like, like we've said, there's some bitter old twats and one of my favourite fucking things in the world, and this is like the competitive side of me coming out, is, and there's one example that sticks out and I'll tell you their name off pod because I don't want to be slagging people off on pod. It's not fair. Um, I remember doing a tryout for Jonglers in Croydon. Do you remember Croydon? I do. So me and Carl went down because I was doing a gig in Croydon and it was in Tiger Tiger Croydon and we went down to have a night out and it was the night out was fun <laughs> I remember at one point afterwards we're in this nightclub and a girl comes over and goes John shot Sambuca and we're in London and he went should we have one lad and in Liverpool the girl walking around with a bottle of shots it's a pound of shot right and she went yeah so uh, how many do you want and he was like how much are these she went six pound each and he went not a fucking chance fuck off and she went well you're going to be paying ten quid at the bar so and he went no I'm fucking not because I'm just not going to fucking buy them but I was recently gig. single as well. I was I broke up my ex girlfriend the day before. Yeah, so it was a fucking <laughs> ten quid for a shot of sambuca. Fucking insane. I would rather walk back to Liverpool to get a shot and then come back to dance. There was a comic on that night um, who I I also ended up doing another tryout with at Highlight, I think. Um, but they were just dead rude to me, like you're below me, and you're like, and at the time I was below them. A couple of years later, they came to hot water on like a Wednesday night. This was literally about two or three years ago, right? It was at Seal Street, so you want to be in there. Times have changed, right? motherfucker. And I was closing the Wednesday night, and they were there to do a 15-minute unpaid set to be seen. And they were so nice to me. And I hate that more than anything in the world because they were like oh my god mate I haven't seen you for years you're doing so well I remember gigging with you when we when we did jonglers together in Croydon I remember being a cunt to you but now I'm your best yeah, no, mate you could tell that night in Croydon that you, you, you were going to be a comic oh mate and I was like you couldn't because it was one of the worst gigs anyone has ever had there were seven people in the audience and everyone died a fucking horrendous death <sighs> and yeah I just that to me is the worst person in the world someone who you're below me fuck you and as soon as you just pass them hey I'd rather either turned up hot water yeah. and be like you're like right, mate I'd have respected them more if they were just constantly a cunt rather than oh you could maybe help me now so I'm going to be nice to you I've got a few lines fuck under a few names mentally where I'm waiting to hear from them now that this is doing well yeah. just to just a couple of people that I asked to th- ask things of yeah just random things yeah asked to do a podcast once and they were like um no we'll need someone <laughs> with a little bit more profile i'm like okay cool i'll get remembered um but i tell you what comedy has come on from this gen i mean we slag off jonglers so much but the, ma- the majority of these guys were nice but there was just a bad culture uh, within that and i i think comedy's come a long way in terms of dressing rooms yeah and how like We've gone from bullying to sort of snakery, really, haven't we? And being two-faced and whatnot. You don't see many instances 
of something like bullying in a dressing room. No. Like it's like it, it's a it's quite a it's not a woke industry, but it's quite a switch. it's comedy you look at it and you be like oh it's a northern men, you know, at comedy clubs like the Frog and Bucket. But but they're they they're guys who are empathetic and aware and socially aware. They're on yeah. Twitter like we're part of you know it's not just as working men's club as a lot of London acts see. I'm in some dressing rooms and it's it is very supportive and yeah. there's work to be done with women in dressing rooms and young girls that that try and stand up as well and 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 the the industry yeah. is actively trying to do it. But there also, are there are a couple of comics who throw their weight around, but it stands out totally and they get called out. They do. They really do. I think it's very important that they are as well. But um, it is worth saying because bullying and piss taking were sort of intertwined there. There is piss taking amongst mates, and that's one of my favourite things in a green room. Like hot water got a bit of flack at the minute, and rightly so because sometimes their bills are a bit samey. They book a lot of the same acts because we deliver, and their attitude is well. People are paying to see you. You've got all the videos out. So if I do like a hot water bill. And it was one a few months ago where it was me, you, Danny McLaughlin, Paul Smith. And that green oh, room, man. we will slag each other off to each other's faces and it's funny as fuck because we all know we're all mates and it's sound. You can add Freddie Quinn into that. You can add Milo McCabe into that. You can add Mandy Knight, Beth Black into that. The regulars at that club, we will literally be like... Like when I was on stage and I did that comparing thing which we've mentioned before where I went to a woman, where are you from? And she was like, Aintree. And all I had was to go, horses... I've never heard the end of that. And that's piss-taken. And that's funny. That's but, what we do on this podcast. Yeah. You want to be piss-taken. I love it when I get to a green room and I'm like, everyone's going to be horrible to each other's face for the whole weekend because we all mates. know it's not serious. Yeah. Um, but making someone feel uncomfortable or using a position of power to make them feel like they don't deserve to leave the same fucking green room area you. And it happened in McDonald's. I've seen it there. It's happened in bars as well. The McDonald's one, though, it always sticks in my mind that I always think of that. It's, Call uh, it out. It's different when you're at school. I remember being at school and I look back and think, fuck, I saw some stuff that I should have been like, that is, that's just, bu- I, it, it was bullying. Yeah, yeah. Be- because I was like, well, I'm not doing it. You're like, you're still part of the problem, really. Yeah. But in adult life, you should know the difference of right and wrong. Yeah. Fucking hell. There are some cantankerous old bastards in comedy clubs, though. Miserable swats. Um, I mean, that is, that is one question, one section. Isn't it? Sounds good to me. I think we should have a Wes. little break. Beautifully done, mate. Um, we've got on this subject. I'm quite proud of what we we're doing with this podcast because we've had some big names on that couch already, and they're going to get bigger and bigger as this podcast goes on. But we're also putting people on who are up and coming who we just really like. And today we're bringing a lad in called Vittorio Angeloni. Who you haven't met him yet, have you? In, no, not in real person, but not in real life. I've just done the Doing Bits, his podcast with Eshan. Yeah, and I've never met him either, but we've just seen a lot of his stuff online over the past so few months. funny. And thought, you know what? He seems dead sound. He's funny as fuck. Let's bring him in. Uh, we're going to go and pick him up from the train station, get ourselves a bite to eat. You won't see any of that. We'll be back after this message from our sponsors, Moneybags, uh, and then we'll have Vittorio Angeloni joining us on the orange sofa. All right. From Texas to Scam, everybody is listening to the funniest podcast in the game. It has to be Have Award. I've just watched a new video of him when you were out. <laughs> He's doing <laughs> Serie A. Oh. Borussia Dortmund. <laughs> 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 
That's how fucked he was. That was Serie A. Borrow someone to go back. Got the wrong league there, lad. He did say British Dortmund, though, but it was Serie A. Did he change oh, the name? I think it's edited so it's Serie A and the Bundesliga. It must be. Yeah. Vittorio Angeloni! <laughs> talking about yeah. Serie A. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'd, love, I'd love him to introduce you like the best one I had was an MC from uh, please welcome to the stage Valentino ah fuck <laughs> <laughs> and I had to go oh, Valentino ah fuck hey you've got your urban comedy name sorted though haven't you <laughs> Valentino Affle. No, you have to say the something. It's always Vittorio the entertainer. The Affle. It is quite funny how much compares struggle with names. You know, like, I remember when... You remember Lewis? Not yours, though. No, mine's quite easy. <laughs> I've had Rowie, though. Adam Rowie. Adam Rue. <laughs> I have had some fuck-ups. Adam Rue. But you know what? Like, your name is a bit exotic. Correct. Right? Yeah, so yeah. I can understand a little bit oh, that, that yeah. someone can have a bit of trouble with it. You know who I started out with? Uh, Lewis Phillips Calvert, who is a lad me and Carl went to school with. We started to stand mm-hmm. up pretty much the same time. He's funny as fuck, but he just gave up because he couldn't be asked with the commitment yeah, that comedy yeah, yeah. takes. Uh, really good writer. It doesn't matter. Lewis Phillips Calvert. Three very basic names. Yeah. The amount of times compares fucked it up. He was Lewis Phillips Calvin. Lewis Phillips Calvin. Lewis Phillies... Cal- Calvart oh my god and in the end he just gave up and just changed to Lewis Calvert because compares just cut like <laughs> professional compares that again we won't snag anyone off it would like beat the frog like L- Lewis Phyllis I can do two names I can't do three <laughs> yeah. although Calvert I always think looks French Calvert Calvert yeah, I always think Louis, Calvert. Louis Calvert uh, when we do beat the frog and I've been doing it twice a month for a long time and I don't check the list there's like 12 acts on if there are some ooh choice foreign feeling sounding names and I've not done the little run through of the oh you just look like such a prick where you're like Mohammed I've not practiced this one (laughs) (laughs) Fumabani he's alright Calvé that'll do but I I, because my plan initially was come up do this and then I think I found were you supposed to be doing this Sunday or Monday or whatever it is What's following this? this week beat the frog right okay yeah yeah I yeah. was like oh that'd be sick I'll do the pod and then I'll just hang around stay with my cousin in Manchester and you then beat I'll the do frog. beat the frog on the Monday right the fucking, fucking Covid China AIDS China AIDS <laughs> is that what you call China AIDS <laughs> it quite works. an interesting debate that isn't it because Trump is, because Trump's such a hated figure like calling it China virus or the China AIDS or the China clap or whatever you want to call the it. The China flu. Yeah. The best one was Kung Flu. Kung Flu. Oh, Kung Flu was... I yeah. mean, he's got fucking SNL writers for that one. <laughs> God almighty. Only Shane Gillis, though. <laughs> 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 I was so inside baseball, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like, it's weird, isn't it? Because that's where it came from. But racists can't let us have anything funny no. <laughs> without making it too hateful. Like, we could have all called it the Chinese virus, the Kung Flu, the Hong Kong Fluey, right? <laughs> we could have all had that and all had a really nice laugh about it, but then racists have to go and beat up vaguely Chinese-looking men in central London. Can you stop pointing at me? Yeah, Trump. You know racists? Yeah, like, well, the hair. 
I got told I look like a member of one of the other bobsled teams from Cool Runnings. You look like a the enemy ones. <laughs> the evil, spy. Yeah, the evil German ones. We have been uh, bobsledding for years. I haven't watched that film for 25 years and I know that spot on. If there was a school shooter in your town, you'd be in trouble because you're going to match the ethos. Do you know what I mean? Fucking if. Like a panic nine-year-old. He was blonde. It was long. He was smiling all the time. He seemed happy. He had a jumper on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is school shootery. It is. Yeah, it is a lot. Is that what you were going for? Because this, when I, so we've only met, you only met either of us virtually. Yes. And when I did, your podcast with Eshan Akbar. Shout out, have a word, legend, Eshan Akbar. It he's was- getting too much now, though. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. he's starting to re- he's starting to ride out Twitter with it, isn't he? He's like, oh, guys, you might know me from being the uh, have a word legend. We're like, all right, Eshan. Okay, yeah, fuck Eshan, fuck his family, fuck all his people and his entire line of hereditary. I mean, we're getting him back on, though, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, quite soon, and then it's yeah, obviously yeah. we'll build him Need up the again. the views for that fucking sweet <laughs> but he has. You've given him a confidence that I'd never seen from the man before. <laughs> He's been validated. And I'm sick of it. I, I blame it. Ishan, grow up, mate. I don't want him to grow up. You're the whitest brown man in the I world. I love the fact that he's a big, fat, brown adult baby. I really like it. I really want to see him in a nappy. Is that your thing? Tell me that wouldn't be hilarious. Ishan Akbar in a nappy. Bengali heritage men in nappies. Is that what you're into? Absolutely. Gandhi. <laughs> oh, he's not having a Gandhi wank. Do <laughs> oh, you know you're hungover when you're having a Gandhi wank? By the way, on the What's a Gandhi wank? That on the the drunk episode that we did, which once this goes out has already been out, um, where I said someone set themselves on fire Gandhi style because I got Gandhi confused with the Dalai Lama. Was that Dalai Lama threatened to set himself on fire? No, to, to achieve no, that was Taoist. No, no, it's, it's not the Dalai Lama Korean, though. Tibet, Tibetan it's monks. all over the show. I can't remember this bit. No, no, it wasn't Gandhi. It was Thatcher. What? Who was it? Oh, wasn't it the Pope? Someone said, the, "Yeah, it's the the, oh. the monks in in Vietnam." Yeah, and Tibet as well. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't the Dalai Lama. Yeah, but it's always a you, weird threat that though, isn't it? What? Do what I say or I'm going to set myself on fire. <laughs> See, I, yeah, Irish people don't, really get, we don't get that either. kind of terrorism. <laughs> we stay well fucking clear of what's going on. Plant it, run, see you later. <laughs> Plant it, run, see you later, but give them a bell first. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. Always so polite. <laughs> polite terrorism. Like, you know, it's coming. I, you know, it's given me the fear that I can't remember that conversation from the lockdown lock-in whatsoever. And then I'm like, what else has been said? Oh, so... By this point, everyone will know. Yeah. Me and Carl edited it yesterday in my house, and I could hear the whole thing, and it's uh, it's <laughs> definitely for behind a paywall. Not and got edited out, just to say. Not and yeah. went out, but I had to make it just more viewable, because yeah, you have at to some point... between the cameras and stuff. Yeah, yeah, at some points it was just a bit, a bit inaudible. Like, you shouldn't watch it, because it'll give you the fear. Um, but when you dyed your hair, were you going for a school shooter look? Was there a reason you went blonde? <laughs> I, I think... don't think he was definitely going for a school shooter look. Uh, bowling for Columbine, No, I'm but ready. some people like to be feared. I hate that. See, I, I hate the, my worst nightmare is people being... I thought it would look nice and I thought it would just make me stand out from all the other straight white males on the comedy circuit yeah yeah I, I, basically at the minute it feels like either Darrow Brain or Ed Byrne has to die for me to get on Mock the Week yeah good <laughs> or set themselves on fire and I'm just, do the right thing <laughs> I'm just like balancing either so if Ed Byrne goes first I'll keep the hair long 
But if Dara Wayne goes, I'll buzz it off and start talking about stars and shit. Where's the Northern, where's the Northern Irish representation in comedy? The Patrick Kilty. The last person on Mark the Week from Northern Ireland was Patrick Kilty. Yeah. The last one from Liverpool. John Bishop, not even like him after that. He's from Runcorn. Is he? He's not, he's, yeah. I got bumped from a lineup in Belfast for John Bishop. And I wasn't that annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> what you got fucked off, like yeah, New yeah. York comedy club style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was supposed to be on, and then they were like, "I can't tell you why, but just come down and watch." But you're not on anymore. What was John Bishop doing? Just passing. He was through, filming. What? Do you know that tour thing that he did? Right. Because basically, it was all supposed to be like nice little comedy clubs and pubs and stuff. And the only gig he'd done in Belfast was the arena, so he wanted to reshoot it in like a small comedy clubs for all these mad cameras there and shit. And I was like, "That's fair." If you're looking at what you want to achieve in comedy, that is one of the levels you really would like to get to. I'm filming this thing, and I'm just going to pop in and just do 20 minutes. That's what you what you'd love to be at a level like. Could you just fuck off anyone who's in that spot because I'm coming to try out some new stuff. Oh, I really, really, really love squeezing onto a bill though. They're my favourite gigs. Yeah. Top secret in London. I can do it there The boat show in London I, th- I could do that Because my agent runs it And a couple of weeks ago Before this second lockdown hit I had a Saturday night off And just went to hot water And on the late show They only had two acts on They were just doing one break And I was like Because oh. it was the last night of gigging Before it all went to shit And I went to Bincy I'd fucking love to Just do a gig Can we do one on Tuesday And Bincy was like You can get on tonight if you want Just go on after the headliner Just go and do whatever It was fucking Not, not a traditional spot No Just go on after the closer and just do whatever and I did like half an hour it's fucking bo- I don't like people that don't, like aren't up for that like you know people that are running like a pretty shitty open mic and you're like you're there and you're like oh like could you throw me on yeah. for five because I had there was two gigs on in Belfast and it was like kind of the same gig twice and I wasn't on the first one but I was supposed to be on the second one and then the lockdown got called so the second one got cancelled and I was at the first one and I said to the guy like oh could you chuck me on for five minutes just so I get a gig before it all disappears again and he was like no because we have to run to this time and this time and I'm like just MC five minutes less yeah but that's when you know you're not uh, I'm not slagging off that gig particularly but be a proper club and just show a bit of flex Yeah, you know it's not like the we start at 20 past 8 the compare comes off at half past 8 just be a fucking proper comedy club I remember Jason Manford turning up to his own gig when he owned part of the Laugh-In in Chester and he was like because Jason Manford is well-known, very fucking sound comic. He's not everyone's favourite stand-up in stand-up in comedy. But if you actually watch what he does, you, you're like, fuck me. He's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. an excellent comic. And he owned the gig and he, he'd come down and he, he literally was like a 30% shareholder. And everyone was like, oh, you should go on. You know, we can move the bill around. He went, I'll just go on at the end. Like, he's so sound and just went on the end and did like 50 minutes and yeah. it still worked. Of course it did. But, They're but, happy to see him. And I think comedians and promoters get bogged down because we're so used to, like, the way the bill runs. And it's like, no, yeah. they, they need a comic and then... They need a comp then 20 and then a break. They're ready for a break then. And at the end of the night, oh, no, they're ready to go home. They've had enough. If you ask the audience, they don't know that every comic does 20 minutes. They yeah. haven't got a fucking clue. They just know the comp comes on and brings someone on and they do a bit. And then the compare goes on and brings someone on, and they do a bit. They don't. They're not watching times. Going, this guy only did eighteen. Yeah. Also, the crowd will let you know. Yeah. Without stopping it, if they're going tired and it's gone a bit shit, they've let you know. Yeah. Like if it's not working, cut yeah. it short. And someone famous, just let them on. That's why I do prefer the New York style of mm. like. I don't think people should necessarily be bumped. 
because I think that's a bit shit. But like, yeah. I we've said this before. I I I feel like if I got massive, which I'd love to be, I'd love to be doing big tours and whatever. I I'd st- I still feel like I'd turn up to the Frog and Bucket on a Saturday. I'd ring Jess a few days before and be like, "Can I come down on Saturday and just drop in? Can I just do an extra set? Because I love it." Well, because you want to perform as well to people that aren't your like disciples. Yeah. Like you, you want to perform to just fucking strangers who've never fucking. Yeah. No, I'm heard ready for disciples you. now. I've done 18 years done of 18 years. people <laughs> who don't know or give a fuck about who I am. And luckily I'd, for you, you've I'd, only got 12 fans. Uh, yeah. That's it. I'd, I thought literally, you were, literally, at this point, I'd sell tickets to them. I thought you were going to be like, luckily for you, you've only got 12 years left. <laughs> well, that could be right as well. <laughs> 12 years of selling 12 ticket sh- sh- tours <laughs> can I get on the bill can you fuck but you that's why your special was fucking sick because it wasn't you performing to a bunch of people who give you a stand innovation for walking onto the stage yeah I like that and it's uh, yeah it was fun I think I think more and more comics are going to shoot specials that way and certainly shoot shorter form things the ones with balls ones. the ones with balls <laughs> yeah, there's but- some people are going to be like could I, could I do the easier version of that yeah but there's a lot of comics who need to start filming stuff who haven't got enough of a following to put 400 people in a theatre and they're going to have to go I need to film some sets and there's so many comics who murder every club that they could easily just go I'll spend 500 quid get a camera crew in get three cameras in and and let's film something yeah, yeah but that, the risk with that is is that it's just a shit night in it that having having spent a bit of money on that before it is always a bit of a like I've spent money on a this is five years ago trying to do a version of this and then you get there and the night is just poor like like I'd picked a gig that was decent most nights and it was just a bad night and I did okay but it wasn't something you wanted to yeah like it, there is a bit more security about going this is a nice gig these are some of my people it's just a safer play I did it? have a backup though like to be fair I filmed four sets yeah so I filmed Friday and Saturday at the comedy store same shirt yeah oh yeah same shirt for all four shows where are you uh, filming a special this kicks you off this is the one that just sent you in, sends you into the stratosphere and they're like listen we've got a budget Vittorio where's your uh, debut special being filmed you're a Belfast lad but you live in London special. what would you do I would love to do the Barbican in London because I went to uni in like the same is building. that a theatre yeah yeah but How many does it hold? Well, they have a smaller theatre as well. Isn't kind the Barbican like... Matt, uh, keep your feet on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it like... Got, the cupboard. It's got flats as well, hasn't it? It's yeah, like the, a, three like, big yeah, brutalist yeah, yeah. towers. Um, and I went to uni in that building and started stand-up by running a night at my uni. So I think my whole connection... Because I also have an... After I studied classical music, I auditioned for drama school. Hang on. Pause. Is that bull? Are you calling bullshit? No. I'm just pausing. <laughs> he li- you can tell he listens to the pod. Don't call bullshit. Oh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. You studied classical music? I was a classical musician before I was a comedian. You were a classical musician? Yeah, yeah. What do you play? Percussion. The triangle. This. I've that's, done, that's the, that's I've the done, stick you, you talk, get every you time. You've shit about the triangle before on this podcast, and I was very upset about it, but... Yeah, I did do exams in the triangle. It is easy point. to talk shit about the triangle. Oh, 100%. Do you know, because it's not really a musical instrument, is I, it? <laughs> when I was 18 at Christmas, I got a triangle for Christmas. Jesus Christ. Fucking. It was very a wee poor Belfast lad. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Vittorio. Here is a fucking triangle. And you know what it is, because there's only one way to wrap a triangle. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Um, how do you do, do a triangle exam? Uh, so it's excerpts from difficult triangle parts in orchestral pieces. 
What? Yeah, because triangles Difficult don't come tri in on a. They don't come in on a. They come what? at weird. What do you mean? <laughs> Difficult triangle parts? Because isn't a triangle just constantly just every now and then a little? Yeah, but no, no, no one went to do you it. know the little roll where you put the stick in the middle. You sound like a like cunt at a hotel. Could I pass a triangle? Like if yeah. the, if the examiner yeah. wasn't looking, could I pass a triangle test with that belt? So the thing with percussion across the board is it's very easy to be okay at it. Like it's the easiest thing in the world to just be passable at. Yeah, but to be very, very good, obviously takes whatever, whatever. whatever and what are the, what's the most like the timpani drums? Is timpani that and then like marimba and vibraphone. Do you know when you're holding two sticks in each hand? Right. And all yeah. I can do, I can do all that shit. I wasn't the best or whatever because I didn't really care about it that much. But the point of the story was that when I auditioned for drama school, a bunch of places didn't want me, and I want to do a fuck you tour where I sell out all of <laughs> their theaters. The UCAS tour. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Vittorio clearing. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> Just doing gigs at everyone who's ever like not believed in you. Yeah. What's the second night of the tour? Mrs. Gregson's fucking house. <laughs> Fuck you, Gregson, you bitch! Amazing! <laughs> Turning up with the girl who turned you down in year yeah. six. Back down. <laughs> Playing a fucking triangle. Fuck you! <laughs> oh, amazing! But I took the piss like so. On my final recital at the Guildhall School of Music and Drama, which is like fucking top ranked music college in the world, um, I did, do you know John Cage's four minutes, 33 seconds, where it's just <laughs> silent for four and a half minutes? I did that as part of my final. Hang on. <laughs> oh, I don't know what you're talking about here. So, so there's a piece by a composer called I literally John. thought of Chappelle. <laughs> eight minutes, 46. <laughs> I got up and went, eight minutes? <laughs> um, it's a white guy going, it wasn't that long. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, there's a piece by a composer called John Cage and it's silent for <laughs> 4 minutes 33 seconds right and I did that in my final exam and how long was the exam the, the exam total was like a 35 minute program of pieces right okay so for 4 and a half minutes that you just did fuck all I sat and looked at a music stand right see this oh, is back come on to the Tracy Emin <laughs> bullshit okay that's not a song and an unmade bed is not a fucking painting Okay. Do you want to get right? There's a Frank Zappa. Do you know Frank Zappa? I don't know anyone in Vittorio. <laughs> <laughs> if they haven't got a special on Netflix, I've never heard of them. Frank Zappa was his history teacher, and he gave him a really bad report no, card once. Frank Zappa says, "What Franny defines yeah. art is the frame you put it in." So, me drinking a cup of orange juice isn't art unless I get up on a stage and frame it as such. So that's why the, the unmade bed is art because it's supposed to be viewed as art and the silence and like what happens and the noises in the room because at one point someone leant back and scrunched a pret bag and everyone went <gasps> and that was just because I forced everyone to just shut the fuck up for four and a right. half minutes okay so let's go with your theory <laughs> let's go with Franny Z's ideology right yes. and I know you get pissed off here with we this, go right? here we so, go like half cut dad at a fucking christening <laughs> oh, bullshit psychology shit if I got a handful of cow shit and just threw it at a wall yeah. and gone, that's art. Is that art? Yeah. Because I framed it as art. Yeah. Well, do you if see you do it as part of an installation, a, a gallery, or somewhere, somewhere, yeah. Right. But isn't that a bit fucking stupid? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some people, yeah. some people might but go, art yeah, has to stupid. be able to be everything because it's supposed to encompass everything. No, no, I don't agree, but yeah, we should have slightly stricter boundaries <laughs> than... I I identify this as art, so it's fucking art. No, you, it doesn't mean it's good. No, 
you know where it's he starts? Cow shit on a wall, Vittorio. <laughs> but people would feel something. It's smell it. It yeah. gets the people going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what if you? What if we did an installation where you were at an art gallery just slagging off art? <laughs> that, That'd that's be good. How I frame Adam Rowe just stood there in like white background, white on the wall, and just him with a mic going, "You're all fucking nobbets. <laughs> it's bullshit." <laughs> That'd be amazing. Have you seen the Malcolm in the Middle episode where they're at Burning Man? No. And Hal, do you know Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah. So Hal becomes like an art installation. He's just setting up their like caravan and making it all look nice. And he's just getting angry at everyone. So everyone comes and thinks it's performance art. Oh, yes. Because he's getting pure mad and stuff. Yes, yeah, but, that, but I'm not doing art. this even to be funny on his comedy podcast. Have a word. I'm not doing that. This is bollocks. And more people should be calling it out. It's got to be a painting pe- on it. A painting it's got to be a shit gr- on a wall. It's got to be a gr- art. So oh, you know is when it? You say, oh, yeah. you've, you've softened. <clears throat> no, I haven't. You've a little bit, yeah. No, as, as long as it's it. a good painting. Yeah. No, not like, not it can like... be a bad painting and still be art, but it's still painting. Do you think poetry has to rhyme? No. Oh. This is, the thing is, it, it's basically, if it's not painting, if it's not a painting, like it's not art. No, it can be a sculpture. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so what's a sculpture? Like a bloke or a woman sculpted. Or something else, an object. Well, well you're getting close to, to a, just an object. If you're saying, well, just an object, yeah. you're getting pretty close now, to... if I get played out and make it look like shit, then that's that's a sculpture. But if it's just shit, it's just shit. What if you've got shit and made it look like Play-Doh? <laughs> yeah, art. Because <laughs> it's not what it is. What if it was a painting made of shit? What if it was like the, Mo- like the Mona shit Lisa? Fucking unbelievable. Oh, really? Yeah. You can paint with shit. All right. Some people do. They end up in hospital for quite a while. Or they're on hunger strike in Belfast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not make it political. <laughs> All right. But what about, right, so the people who come to see you do comedy and get, like, offended, and you're, if you don't like it, just don't come see me. Yeah. So what if that, the unmade bed lady, was like, if you don't like it, fuck off, Adam. Absolutely. Hey, yeah, I'm off. I haven't gone. Yeah. I haven't gone. And if she's got a podcast, she can sit on her podcast going, I think Adam Rowe's not funny. Sound? Don't come and see me. I don't want to see your bed. You don't have to worry about my this opinions. Is, this on. 25 years ago, Tracy Emmons on my bed, and we're still fucking annoyed that's about older it. That's older than me. Well, have that's you got, have you that's got... why I love it, because t- in 2020, that, people in, are still getting pissed off about yeah. that. Have you but got... did it win the Turner Prize? I think it... I think it did. Because they're all the same fucking nonce. It's like the Edinburgh Festival shit, innit? Oh no, this is the best comedy this year. Three laughs in the hour. It's exactly the same fucking thing. (laughs) For the best joke. For the best joke. And it wasn't even the best joke within three minutes of that joke in that show. Of course it's up there! It's the only thing I've ever been fucking given. (laughs) It's the only recognition I've had from fucking anyone in the industry. You having a fucking laugh? I fucking made up with it. Got a fucking ceramic elephant. Ceramic? Whatever it is Pay specs Shut up Fucking Susie Is that art? What? Is that art? Is that art? No it's a trophy But like an artist made it No they didn't A trophy maker made it (laughs) (laughs) Don't back him Don't back him into a corner Because it's a photograph What about a Is a photo of anything art? No but that is Your passport artistic No Alright okay No No, You could be stood there Looking at that in, In that place And you wouldn't think Oh what an artistic view I have here but they've put it in a frame. So no. it's become is, it, is it goal art? Like a good goal by Salah? No, but it feels like. <laughs> but it isn't. <laughs> That's my turn of prize. <laughs> See the way he turned them? Put him on his ass. 3 0. Um, yeah, I just look. I think. I actually think that you only say this shit to wind me up. No, I genuinely don't. 
No, yeah, you, but you've got to say that to keep it up. I really, I love modern art, and I love that it winds up. Can people you give? Like you. Can you give me a more recent example than the fucking? I haven't made me bed. No, I'm so not. I can't be asked. I'm not an, ex- an expert, but like I've said, I want to vlog going to the Sarchi Gallery with you because I think it would be amazing. Just you going. This is a fucking shark in a tank, mate. Like I, ju- I want to see that. You can't tell me that a shark in a tank is art. It isn't. It's fucking sea whale. What if it's jellify? Like it's what's his name? Your man that jellifies all the things and cuts cows in half and stuff. Oh, art! It's a sculpture, but it's made out of what it already is. So it's not a shark being made to look like a shark. You it's put a shark. it in the gel. It's in one position. <laughs> a gel frame. Effort, I want effort for it to be art. You want effort? I want effort. I want someone to have put effort in. I don't want fucking Tracy to get up, look at her bed, and go, "Can't be ass painting anything." I'll give them that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's when she we t- couldn't be asked picking a paintbrush up, and then everyone was like, "Oh, well done! Such a good commentary on what it's like to fucking not make your bed." How do you feel about like anti jokes that de- like deliberately aren't funny? What 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 do you mean? What like like you know like anti comedians like anti comedy George Cartier? But that's not. But it is funny, and it is it's deliberately funny. Yeah, but it's anti comedy, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's it's developed to wind the people up who want a. This is what I saw. Observation punchline. Yeah. Like it's a it's a reaction to that, isn't it? Yeah. It's a al- alternative, a, ge- a true not not our alternative, like a truly alternative, and it winds people up. Like when they go to see Paul Foot, like why is that funny? Why, why is that? I don't get it. <laughs> it's and that's- to quote a man in Fluke Flukebra <laughs> speaking to Dan, what's funny about squirrels? Exactly, <laughs> but but some comedy is. Is is appreciated by people who know a bit more about the art form, and they've got a more developed sense of humour. So that exists for them, rather than just for like your Michael McIntyre fan or your Peter Kay fan. Right. Okay. So what you're saying is, I don't understand art enough to appreciate what Tracy Emmons done. Listen, I'm not trying to put myself above you. I don't know loads about it. The the Modern art that I've enjoyed, I don't know loads about it. It I annoys just, me I'll, that you say enjoy. All right, just like I, it's like. All right, I fucking buzzed off. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, <laughs> I walk around the fucking. I walk around the table going, "That's fucking fucking sick, lad." No, but you can like <laughs> a piece of art. All right, you don't sorry. enjoy it. Okay, it's that, not like a that, fucking eclair. I've, right, okay. <laughs> you naked eating an eclair. Put it in an art gallery. <laughs> Fuck me. But that like, is a Turner Prize waiting to happen. If but you've enjoyed something, it means it's gone. Uh, okay, good. What? If you've enjoyed something, or, like, no, that means you've stopped enjoying you it. You can enjoy it. I could have just walked show. onto the next thing. All I'm saying is, that was awful. people know. <laughs> that is really stupid. You can enjoy a TV show, it's still there. It's finished. I enjoyed that. I can turn it you, back on Because it's happening for a period of time. Oh, look at Finn's face. Look at Finn. <laughs> I just look, Finn, the intern was just looking like, at it. You're looking at the art for a period of time. No, but it's still there. Oh, God. Um, I feel like I've alienated a lot of the audience already. <laughs> wow. Spot on. But we need to get to a, an art gallery. We, I think it would be so amazing vlogging you doing it. It'd just be phenomenal watching you get wound up. You'd but have to book I it think out. you'd start enjoying it. Maybe because I'd like to like see what everyone else sees in it, but I do think most people agree with me. I think you're all just being fucking art nonsense. I don't care. I don't care what people think about what I think of right. it. I just I, I genuinely like it. Thinks about me. No, no, no. But I, I'm not kids. doing it. Only God can judge me. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How the fuck am I on this podcast? I just want people to think I'm intelligent and like that's not our vibe, is it? But I I, I love that it winds thinks. people up. I think it's. 
And I think you go with that, what a lot of bollocks. And I think you might think that about some of it, but there will be some sculptures, some some installations that you love. Some, some sculptures? Yeah, there's All some sculptures. There's some modern art that's sculptures. But some yeah. of right, some of the fun in your comedy is that it pisses some people Jesus. off. Yeah. So some of the fun in the unmade bed is that it pisses you off. Maybe. Yeah, I'm willing to accept that. <laughs> well, wow. I'll tell you what. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for living the have a word. Jesus um, Christ. Can <laughs> you <Felicia>. come on? <laughs> Victoria, <laughs> who knew a man from Belfast would calm that situation down? <laughs> We all just need to listen to one another. <laughs> We've become very good peacemakers in the last 20 years. <laughs> I'm a ceasefire baby, it's all right. You're a ceasefire oh, yeah, yeah, baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's that mean? Born in and around the Good Friday Agreement. Right, the Good Friday Agreement. 97? Oh, 98. So the so Good I'm... Friday Agreement is... Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, no, but I know what it is because it keeps getting brought up. You think it's Easter, don't you? <laughs> well, it was. it must have been around then. Yeah, lean. I mean, yeah. No, but I mean, that's you why it's like, called that. You think it's like come Easter up with eggs. on Good Friday, yeah. but it like yeah. no, but you think it's like people giving Easter eggs to each other. Yeah, no, the, I don't. Yeah, I, the, the Easter bunny. Jerry Adams. Where's the balaclava? So Ian Hume. The IRA wanted an independent island, and they were fighting for it. And Britain was like, no. And there was murder. And on Good Friday, they all went, "Let's just have a pint." It was just a big. It was like the biggest agree to disagree in history. And then, ah, and, and then little Vittorio was there with his with his triangle. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we all just get along? <laughs> Peace at last. <laughs> wow, I, can't, I almost can't believe that we went from that I, level of I, argument. Uh, this is the problem because I go on podcasts and all. And I'm like, I don't want to just be seen as a Northern Irish guy that just talks about the troubles. But then there's shit. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? you did bring it up. Talk about the troubles. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Could tell us about the troubles. Uh, are we to blame? I fucking missed it as well. I didn't. I have no real experience of the troubles. A few bomb scares here and there, but I missed the fuck. Yeah, but we've all had them. The party, you know what I mean? Yeah, bomb scares have moved on, haven't they? You had a bomb scare, didn't you? In Manchester, you should have seen about it. The bomb scare. Didn't you, wasn't there like a terrorist attack or something in Manchester, and you were in? The oh no, that was the riots. The riots. That, that was, was the it. riots when that guy. I always get bombs and riots mixed up. <laughs> it's, all, it's all a kickoff. Um, that was the uh, the day. A few days after that lad in London got shot by the police and then there was riots and then it, it there was Birmingham, Arc, Wolverhampton and then there was uh, Manchester and it, it booted off and I got locked in a, a cinema with my mate but it was so like we have survived it was the most like middle class got, movie when you say you got locked in a cinema yeah I'll come to that so <laughs> we, we, super eight when you say you got locked in was the film still on? Yeah, I mean, I'm straining into because I do a routine about it. But um, we went in the cinema, and it was it was booting off like on the uh, in Birmingham and Wolverhampton the day before, and there was rumours going round that like, oh, it's going to kick off in Salford so and Manchester. Decided. So me and my mate Tony went for lunch, <laughs> and it was dead quiet, and we were be we were the only people in Gourmet Burger Kitchen, and the guy. This is when we knew it was going wrong. There was a really camp guy in the. Gourmet. You played a fucking safe there, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be riots about a murder. Where should we go? I reckon GBK will be fine. Yeah. GBK <laughs> on the Salford side of town, and he started bringing in furniture and putting it around us. And he was like, "I'm sorry about this." And just started moving furniture like from the balcony, and we were like, "You're right, mate. What are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry to bother you." you can have you you know everything's fine we've just been rung from head office and told to bring in the furniture from the balcony because the rioters are 
coming this way. Was he creating like a barricade? Yeah, it was like literally like you know last orders when the landlord wants you to fuck off. I was gonna say like lame is when they're building. The but it, it felt like that, except it was like quarter past three in the afternoon, and he, and we were like, yeah, can we still get our cheeseburgers? <laughs> three chairs. So then we walked to the cinema, paid for the film, and they they let us in, and then the writers just got to the middle of town at that point where the triangle is and the Odeon cool as fuck just closed the shutters and let us ev- let ev- everyone watch the film they didn't stop the film or by anything. the time the film finished were you allowed back out no did they so put did on they, another film that's what I want to know no. surely they should be sound and go right you've seen Big Mama's House we've already everyone got Big Mama's House screens. too no oh, there's yeah. just a guy came forward and, and so t- how long were you stuck with no film did you do a set I was like, listen, <laughs> there's about 12 people here. This is my kind of crowd. <laughs> Everyone looking a little bit scared. That's how I like it. I feel it. like I would have done a set, like Cliff Richard at Wimbledon. I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> so, so a guy came forward and went, uh, guys, can you stay in your seats? We've uh, locked down the cinema for your own safety. We're going to ask you to stay in your seat. Everyone was camp. Um, stay in your seats and we're going to decide with speaking you know, with the management and f- what's best for your safety. And we all just sort of sat there. I don't know if that would have been the time for me to stand up and be like, thanks very much, thank you. <laughs> Who's drinking? <laughs> Ice blasts. Like, Dan uh, was just there trying to make a baseball bat out of minstrels. Just like, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> mushing together candy shrimps. Um, yeah. It cost you about 25 grand for enough minstrels in the cinema to make a baseball bat. <laughs> you need a mortgage. We were only in there for about 20 minutes and then they let us out through Nando's. Could and put in my head, trailers I was like, on for you, couldn't he? Being like, come back next week. Well, the film was Super Eight, and it was pretty shit. We, super we Eight, were, what? Super <laughs> Eight. The film was Super Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Did you miss it in 2011? That Super Eight film. It was called Super Eight. Super Eight, which is a type l- of camera. Literally, a what? N- it's a type of camera. Yeah, but is it a fucking camera? Um, <laughs> made of shit. Um, yeah, we were in there for about 20 minutes. Can't they let us through Nando's. And then uh, I wandered home, and uh, I feel like this is a story that I do in my stand-up. So I'm not giving you the the full version of it, but yeah, it was pretty stressful. And on the way, I got back finally, and and we were watching the the looters because there's about that night there was about 1,500 ne'er do wells roaming around Manchester. We were only locked in the cinema for like 15 minutes after the film. And um, uh, when we got back, me and my mate, uh, flatmate Andy. We just looked out our window because we lived in Manchester City Centre and we saw people <laughs> just coming, like scallies, going back to the rough bits of Manchester, like Arpere and fucking Miles Platin. And they had the things that they've nicked. Yeah. And one guy had a, and he looked pleased as punch, had a keytar. Do you remember the the <laughs> 80s, the 80s yeah. electric <laughs> guitar, <laughs> guitar, <laughs> yeah. So he might have got a fucking prison sentence for a nostalgia Yamaha Kita. What are you And he looting? literally was like, hey, 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 fuck you, this system. Can Here's I ask a you question? a question? What would you loot? That was one of my right, so this is going to be, so what I want to know from both of you is actually, is would you loot if you knew, like, you've got like a bally on, balaclava or like a, sh- you wear schnoods, right? So you, <laughs> so you <laughs> got the schnood how? Schnood. Uh, would you loot? Because really, who are you hating? The shop's going to be insured for that. The only people losing are the insurance company. And fuck them. I think we all agree on that. 
I'm getting myself some shoes, mate. 1,500 people roaming around smashing shops up. The, the, we lived near a car park that had a uh, mother care world and a JD <laughs> spot, like a big one. Mm. And we just watched. It was amazing. It was like, you know, when you've got um, iron filings and a, and a magnet and you can move them around, <laughs> police cars would swoop in, all the scallies would go... <laughs> And then within 10 minutes, they'd all just come back because they were like, fucking, it's like a JD palace. Uh, and the Bang & Olufsen got done professionally. Like two vans turned up, smashed in like the posh, the posh stereo shop. But uh, I would you loot. If you'd already seen someone done the window, so the, yeah. the doorway's open, you, you don't do the breaking, you just do the entering. And you're going to get away with it. Defo, well, that's you know. what they all thought. There was literally people on the BBC going, "It's fucking, it's it's menace night tonight. Everyone's getting away with it." It was like literally a thousand convictions. What's but that? if you, oh mate, yeah. Have you heard about the day? <clears throat> but what would you steal? Is the question. I'm would ya? Are you I think I'm too much. Of a, I'm too much of a wee bitch. What? What? You, we're talking about trainers. You're a fucking trainer head, aren't you? I'm not a massive trainer head. I know, but, but I, to the if you saw like like Yeezys or something, I'm not into. But like, go on, take a pair of fucking Vans. <laughs> I love free shit, mate. And if I'm getting away with it, fuck it, I'll take yeah. whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. It'd be hard because you Adam would just walk past the checkout and you're like, you're not going to mention it. Oh, no, just fucking... <laughs> That's an in joke. That I hope. The casual listeners get it. I like a bit of a fucking thievery. Just a little bit of... Go on, what What would you... What You've got to sort of... It, it doesn't count if there's no risk of conviction. You cover... You get the snood on. You might get convicted, you might not. They might clock you on you've the CCTV. You've got to go there's, right, there's do you loot, conviction or not, and then there's also, if you don't get convicted, what do you loot? Yeah. The Apple Store is pointless. It's all registered. Have you not seen what happened last time? Yeah. They all got messages going, can you please return this product to the Apple Store you stole? Well, John Lewis then. Like somewhere where there's loads of what, computers. What you gonna steal that? it, John? Lewis? Oh, I thought you meant Camera. like the homeware section, <laughs> like a lovely <laughs> cruise set. Triple it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be well healthy in prison. Don't worry about me. I'll take whatever I could. Like you, it's supermarket sweep, innit? You've just got to fucking go as fast as you can. I'd fucking love to do supermarket sweep. By the way, I used to watch supermarket sweep, thinking, "What are you fucking idiots doing? Why are you wasting yourself on the fucking turmeric?" And shit They're putting fucking spices in They're fucking 50p Get to the big aisle Box yourself off What would you go for? Just microwave, microwave, microwave Yeah, stuff that you can resell You don't need to keep it do Well, you? that's looting, isn't it? You've got, yeah. to, you've got to go expensive but carryable And they used to let people do it At 10am on ITV1 <laughs> <laughs> With our fucking Dale Is he dead? Yeah, yeah. What would you steal? Uh... I think a camera's a good one Because it's not like yes. Connected to anything So you yeah, wouldn't get so that That's off-grid off yeah, grid. off grid. You gotta go cool protocol. Camera, a telly. They're not off grid no more, though. They're no. on Wi Fi, aren't they? No, guys. Come on. Looting. You've got to get it back. <laughs> I've got Through a Manchester City. Yeah. You're not taking your car to loot. Why? You're not parking up and having a loot and then driving off. Registration. There was no cars could get in the city centre. I steal a big leg. It was all blocked off. Also. <laughs> Make like, fucking sandwiches for the looters. No, you can <laughs> still take like, Jesus. You know the ones they hang up in big European shops and sometimes in little. <laughs> Yeah, like you can still take a telly. Meats. I fucking love. Because you're just walking it through Manchester, the police would be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Be like, "I bought it. Prove it. They don't have to." It's called a receipt. Prove I didn't. That's that's exactly how that works. Prove I didn't shit, yeah. take it. I'd take SD cards because you can get fucking loads, and as we know now, they're expensive. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'd take about that's a fucking right. thousand. Yeah, but SD you can fill your pockets with them and still take the telly. I just want a big fuck. I want like a ten grand telly. This is like a purge question because have you heard the story about when Ireland fucked up the legislation? On drugs, there he and goes. Accidentally made everything legal for a day. 
Just one day in the Republic, well, and it, and it, for a day, and it all stood. drugs, yeah, and people walked up to police officers just putting pills in their mouth and doing coke and all, and just like, and they couldn't do anything because it was legal because they like forgot to start the new legislation. They got the dates wrong. Oh my god, was it New Year's Day or New? Was it was it no, just it was random? Just in random. I feel like it was a bigger fuck up to let that information out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> than to actually fuck it up in the first place. The fact that they've gone. By the way, guys, just so you know, we need to get we've accidentally made drugs legal yeah. for the day. Just keep that fucking amongst <laughs> you and your secretary. Do you know what I mean? Lisa, tell no one. Yeah, it's not like stoners are like, oh my God, there's this new legislation. But it was just the excitement of people like going right up to a police officer and just chucking pills in your mouth and being like, ah, there's fuck all you can do. My God. What you could do that anyway, really, though, and be like, prove it wasn't a minstrel. That's it was just a paracetamol like, This him. is my TV That's not drugs It's a tic-tac I own this Fuck the receipt Bye-bye But you could be walking through Liverpool City Centre now With a telly The police aren't going to be Coming up to you Go and prove that your telly I don't think you understand What Manchester was like that night It wasn't just like Evening shoppers Few people at Café Rouge <laughs> It was fucking bedlam Was it? Yeah It was the same in Liverpool What? We got, we got writers too At the same time In Liverpool yeah. Wasn't classic like, classic Manchester Liverpool like what the yeah. fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, someone tries to do the apple shop. Um, yeah, I'd definitely lose this. The answer though, I'm yeah. definitely giving it. If I everyone else it. is doing it, I'd get bad FOMO. Me, fear of missing out. <clears throat> I'm not watching someone walk around with brand new shit and walking around like I just better get myself home. I've just seen Big Mama's house too. No, gimp. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because you didn't know the film that I'd watched? You decided you'd make it a film you knew. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that film. Must have been Big Mama's House too. Gimp. Look at Liz. Look at Liz. Look at Liz. Should we call that an interval? Yeah, we're gonna have to. That was fucking silly nonsense. What's happening, Lids? Today's sponsor is Beer 52. Beer 52 is the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club. If you're into your beers, your ales, your stouts, Beer 52 is the place for you. They've teamed up with Have A Word, this podcast, baby, to give our listeners a free case of eight beers. You will get eight beers, an award-winning beer magazine, and a tasty snack. You just pay the $5.95 postage. You can pause or cancel your membership to this discovery club at any time, but until you do that, they're going to keep saying, Sending your beers, they're gonna send you a different theme every month. Previous themes have included Germany, California, Belgium, Korea, New Zealand, South Africa, and many, many more. Every month you'll get a new theme of beers sent to your house. And I'm telling you right now, I signed up for this a few months ago myself, and I ain't been cancelling anything. I'm still tippling away. Just go to beer52.com slash word and claim your free case now. That's B-E-E-R-52.com slash W-O-R-D. Do it now, baby. Please go get yourself some free stuff on us. Don't forget to watch our very funny podcast videos on YouTube. You can subscribe at youtube.com forward slash have a word pod. Did you get anything on your balls yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. You should ask. I know. Because we, we just, we like, like ad lib and just freestyle here. But I just oh, yeah. felt the need to ask. Yeah, well, this is the thing. It's International Men's Day. You got to check in. On your testicular mate. health and exactly. your chili on your dick. And, and like I was doing the good male health thing after I was cooking dinner because I'm oh. a feminist. And I was cooking dinner, chopping a chili, went upstairs, was doing away and thought, oh, I'll check if I've got ball cancer. And oh. I got a lot of chili on my balls. And it I was is. like, oh, that's tingly. And I was like, is he? 
My balls are like Do you shave your balls? No But still buy Manscaped or whatever um, <laughs> <laughs> This guy Do you think hair is going to stop chilly Like getting to your balls? No but like when you, when you got shave more. You cut a bit don't you And that would oh, be worse Oh la 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 Oh yeah <laughs> oh my god well like getting a bit of chili in a cut would be worse yes but this was way more sore than I thought it was going to be so it started it was like a bit tingly I was like oh shit what, what were you making for tea I was turning bolognese into chili the classic right and then I well, I was literally just chopping a chili so it was all over my fingers you know with a good technique yeah. and Scratched my balls And then It started to tingle And I was like I got some cold water And like splashed on my balls a bit. <laughs> Whenever you Whenever you splash in Cold water on your dick or balls You know the day's gone wrong And it like, ah. And then That made it what like What do you a, mean? Do you not do that anyway? What? Do you give your little Dick and balls A little freshen up Every morning On Is the face? Bo- on the dick? If I'm not getting a shower Yeah oh. Is this before or after The hair drying? Oh yeah I'm He's a hair dryer, dryer. Yeah, yeah. yeah do you not give your little Little ball bath? <laughs> I don't what? do that. <laughs> what? Sorry to take you back, Vittorio, to your fucking degree, a but... Little, a little ball bath. You teabag your sink. <laughs> you teabag your sink. You, you've done your face, and you just... You pull your dick up, like, as hard as... Up to your fucking nipples? What was this? No, it's what classic. Was this? Yeah. You pull your dick up. <laughs> Medically small, isn't it? It needs cold water. It just keeps growing. <laughs> you pull it up. Not having it. I'm not having it. <laughs> you fucking dirty little Can man. You just spray it? So, do you get a shower every day? Every day! <laughs> I don't shower for something! I don't shower for our Jack! <laughs> yeah. You get a shower every day? shower every day. Most days. Who needs to when you've got a Swedish <laughs> ball bath? <laughs> He's just got a little dick bidet that he dunks his little fucking widget. It's not wrong. It's like, if you haven't got time for the shower, wash your face, splash your balls, because it can get fucking musky down there. <laughs> it the won't if you just shower more. <laughs> oh. Your ball deodorants as well, haven't you? I'm only joking. Oh. I, I know. <laughs> My fingers sore. I know. But it didn't help, the cold water. That made it, like, worse. So yeah. I went in and got... Like when you'd have something spicy and you drink water, it makes yeah, it worse. Yeah, it milk. was worse. And then it, hmm? you need milk. <laughs> On your well, dick. Think, right? There's a there was a progression. <laughs> oh, no, 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 um, so basically my dick forgot how to do everything so it got like super tight and then I had to like stretch my dick out again <laughs> so I just I thought I was going to have to get because it happened to my mate in school my mate had to get circumcised at like 15 years old because his foreskin was too tight and I thought I was like oh fuck it's happening do you know like when you're cooking a sausage and it just bursts out the end but it's still like that's what my dick looked like so you and got too much dick for your foreskin or too little foreskin for well, my dick and sorry I'm not to sound I don't you forgot to wank and your dick forgot to how, how to well, get I just, it. I just it hadn't been stretched chose. as much. What have you been doing? It's just like, like, do you know when just been a, a summer off or something? Have you ever gone to the gym and you've done too much without stretching first? Right, right. You right. end up a bit sore. So when I came back, to... pulled his hamstring in his dick. Exactly, pulled his dick string. Wow. 
But then it's it's all because I so I had dick moisturizer in the bedroom, and I was like, that'll fucking solve the specifically for your dick. No, no, no. But it was like Johnsons and like Johnson safe safe moisturizer that I was using on my dick. Johnsons for babies. <laughs> Oh, he's fucking made up with that one. So, <laughs> so I went in, got that again, worse. And at this point, it was starting to really fucking burn. So I was like, is he? And <laughs> I didn't know this, but she'd been like frantically Googling like chili on your balls, like oh, yes. how to fix it. So she comes upstairs with vegetable oil and Philadelphia. <laughs> Trying to make a sandwich. <laughs> I was like, "Why are you basting my?" <laughs> Uncle fellas. Oh my god. So, so I so tried the vegetable point- oil, but I was like, "This just feels like my balls are cooking." Now. Oh my god. And then, um, I go, we we fill the bowl with milk like you would for a cat, and I was just, <laughs> just put your balls in a bowl of milk. <laughs> yeah. oh. I just dunked like a tea bag. I put the milk in first. <laughs> Semi skimmed. Just, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lacto free. Almond milk. <laughs> you're, you're so London now, mouth. darling. <laughs> oh, but then that, that was like helping a little bit, but it wasn't really working. And then I went upstairs. I was like, I'm going to get in the shower and then put the shower to the normal level. But then the hot water was fucking Fire. awful. So I put it to a cold shower and just held it on my balls. And that just basically numbed. I've got to Everything. say though, you've got to be very, very thankful that you've got a girlfriend. Oh, if I was you weren't like just like, you know, it's lockdown at the minute. You can't really go out for dates. Imagine you'd met someone, and you're like, yeah, I'll come round and I'll cook for you. <laughs> and you're on a second date with someone or a first date. Yeah, and you have to say, listen, <laughs> I'll finish the dinner in a minute. But get the milk, <laughs> get the olive oil, get the fucking cheese, and get your ass up here, girl. <laughs> This will be a story for the wedding speech. <laughs> Fingers crossed. You can't be having a one night stand where you've got to get milk involved. Yeah, well, to be fair, it's not even better doing it on your own, is it? Thank God you had Izzy there. Because the if you do it on your own and you pass out from the pain of the chili balls and someone finds you, just looks like you've had the worst wank in history. I've got a smashed bowl milk. of milk on the floor and me just <laughs> with red balls. God, vegetable oil. <laughs> um, <sighs> And then, so cold water for about half an hour. And then I've got pseudocreme on my balls right now. Oh, poor ah, little babe. Like a little baby. Um, how how do they feel and smell? They smell like pseudocreme with a right. hint of chilli. <laughs> Spicy pseudocreme. <laughs> Coming soon to all good retailers. <laughs> um, and then they're, they're like a little bit tingly now, but like that could just be because we're here. Yeah, because you're just happy. I'm excited. <laughs> you get ball tingles. <laughs> God, it's exciting to be here. You got you got to be grateful. Have you ever had a one night stand? Yeah, has it ever gone so I- badly wrong like that? I <laughs> <laughs> no. oh, this might be worse than getting chilly on your balls. Because I've I'm like a big relationship guy. I was in a big relationship from 16 to 21, and then I've been in a relationship for almost three years. So there was like a little bit of time of like a year in the middle where it was chaos. Yeah, little break. Chaos <laughs> is a beautiful way to put it. <laughs> and um. There was I, was I was at this birthday party And it was like Do you know Like Have you ever been to like A rich person's Like 21st or anything Where their parents Put money behind the bar And shit Yeah And you're like I was like Oh my god Because I was skint in London I had like no fucking money But do you know when you're broke But you know you need a night out Yeah To like fucking Get it out of your fucking system So I was like I'll pay for the tube there And then all my booze is paid for mm-hmm. 
because of the fucking rich parents. So I rock up and I just park at the bar because my thoughts were, well, if I'm at the bar, everyone will come to the bar and I'll say hello to everyone. Just double spice rum and coke, double spice rum and coke, double spice rum and coke. Got the order. It's, it's fucking great order. And then it gets to the last, like the bar, the money's running low behind the bar. And he's like, uh, we can only give you singles because the money's running low. And I was like, can I have two single spice rum and cokes? And he was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> fucking see you later. And then. I tell so- you what, it's just worth pointing out. If you've been to one of those parties, the bar staff hate everyone. Yeah. Because they're not getting tips. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like at a paid for bar, it's the worst thing in the world. But then sometimes you can really make the bar stuff happy at the end of the night. When we used to work in Zellig's, there was a bar. So in the downstairs, but there was two bars. There was the main bar and there was a little private area that often got cornered off on like a Friday, Saturday night mm-hmm. for like a little private party. And if you got put on that bar, you knew you were either going to have your best night or your worst night for that month. Because sometimes they get to the end and be like, what's the bill? Uh, £2,700. Okay, uh, yeah, just put that on my card. See you in a minute. And sometimes you go £2,700 and they'd go, put three grand on, lad. And you just get like a 300 yeah. quid. That's your tip because that's your bar for the night. Ugh. Yeah. But, but in general, they resent it. I worked at a bar mitzvah amazing. once where there was money behind the bar and it, the rabbi came up to us beforehand and told us all the drinks that weren't kosher. Is that the right word? Is that the, the, yeah, the, yeah, Jewish, yeah. the Jewish halal? Yeah, yeah, kosher. <laughs> it's the Jewish halal. That's what, they don't like it being referred to as that. But <laughs> and, and how do you know? Have you ever asked them? Stop doing that. You can't ask them. People's offence. <laughs> you fucking rat. <laughs> but people kept coming up and ordering desperados, and desperados isn't kosher. Why is it not kosher though? And I had to be like, they were like, can I have desperados? And I, I had to be like, it was just no, bacon with them. No, it's bacon and like f- some flavorings and. Tequila infused lager. Yeah, <laughs> it was really specific. <laughs> but anyway, so I was I was raking in these rum and cokes, and then I finally I pay, I was like I need one more drink to be drunk enough for this to be a good night. So I paid for a double spice rum and coke when the money ran out, and I was like fucking great. Went out into the dance floor with my one paid for drink on my one night out of fucking like five or six months, and this girl comes up <laughs> who we went to the same uni but like didn't really know each other, and I was like all right, and she was like oh can I try your drink, and I was like. <laughs> So she takes a sip and then I go to, like we're dancing and then I go to take it back and she just like pulls it away and starts dancing with my drink and I stop dancing and go what the fuck are you doing <laughs> and and she just gradually drinks my whole drink in front of me and I was furious and the, you haven't even got the, the money silence. to buy another one I the don't, silence in this room I'm fucking skint right and then Bastard. I was like I was like what the fuck are you doing and she like grabs me and starts kissing me fair enough and I was like alright yeah. <laughs> okay and then we're kind of dancing and kissing a bit and a classic like you know like uni party where everyone knows each other everyone's like rubbing the back of my head and like being like hey, fucking and then um, then she goes oh where do you live and I was like oh north London she's like how long does it take to get there and I was like 40 minutes and she was like oh I was like why where do you live she was like oh there and I was like oh cool pretty bad by me I went I have a rehearsal near there tomorrow morning Nice. <laughs> and she was like, You coming back to mine then? This is like half ten. And I was like, Yeah. And I assumed she meant at midnight or whatever. And then I started dancing and she was like, What the fuck are you doing? Get your coat. So I get my coat. <laughs> <laughs> Aggressive, right? So I get my coat. What the fuck are you doing? Get your coat. That is a woman who is oh. dying for dick. Oh, assertive. <laughs> so she So I grab my coat and I'm like, Happy birthday, see you later. And I just fuck off. And we're walking to the tube. And she starts like 
grabbing my dick yes, and like kissing me and shit on yes, the way lad. to the tube. And I was like, yo, just wait till we get back to your flat or whatever. Like, it'll be fine. You fucking gimp. She, no, no. She, and then she was like, sorry, I'm really, I'm really dominating, but you'll find out more about that later. And I was like, in my head, I was like, easy night for me. Fucking sweet. <laughs> and then. I'm going to be the lady. But she kept saying this weird thing because I'd done comedy nights at the uni. She was like, oh, you seem like you seem like such a dickhead like on stage but you're like so nice now and I was like why are you fucking exactly and she's like you just like swear and say like things you're not supposed to say and it makes people laugh but it's not smart and I was like what was that first bit makes people laugh fucking job done <laughs> but she keeps going like so she's grabbing and then we're on the tube and she was keeps, she like, just trying to like and stuff. emasculate you Maybe it because was like she wants egg. to dominate you she wants to make you feel small and like like she was doing you a favour maybe but we get back to hers and then by the time I've taken off my jacket she's entirely naked like socks and everything just like you know the bit in Bruce Almighty sometimes people forget to take the socks off as well so fair play exactly attention to detail (laughs) top notch and she like throws me onto the bed and I'm like fucking hell and then she starts like start doing the uh, banging yeah smashing push and um, and as far as I could tell everyone got what they needed from the transaction and, uh, <laughs> All right, the manager of HSBC. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sexy talk. The world's local bank. <laughs> I'd love to deposit. Um, and then so I turn over to go to sleep, and then she starts grabbing me and kissing me again, and she was like, I want to fuck you again. I was like, oh. okay. But the first time as well, there was zero chance of me being on top. She like pinned my arms down and was just on top. And I was like, okay, do it a second time. Again, everything seems fine. And then I turn over to go to sleep, and she grabs me and flips me over again and starts kissing me and grabbing me and shit and I was like what the fuck Romeo she's done. like I wanna fuck you again and then what we start third time yeah ha- hang on ha- how much time has passed oh, between uh, maybe like 10 minute break oh no <laughs> <laughs> right do you know genuinely do you know when I'm sober right do you know when I'm sober and you're having a good night with a girl oh. I'm quite happy to keep cracking on until it just won't do anything yeah right I'll go and go and go if I've had enough to drink, yeah, it's once and we're having a nap. Yeah, one and done. Oh, yeah. come Three on. Three goes. Mate, me and Laura were like, once you're done, that's November. <laughs> <laughs> See you next month, love. Oh, like I do, like a few. We goes bang like a direct debit. That's yeah. <laughs> that twice in a row. No, mate. When you like, yeah, second and third go when you're sober, they can but be I was better. Like, you're like, not just like, Meh. I was like 19, your first one, you're, just, you're trying to get it done as quickly because you, and also you don't really enjoy the first one sometimes as a man because you're like, I've got to fucking hold this for here. And the second one, you feel like I did my job the first time, minute and a half, I'm fucking spaffing. You've got one in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Second one is Tell for me. Third time. one, let's work together. Mama first like one, that. I'll put the effort in. Second one, let me do me. Third one, yeah. tennis, back and forth. First one, nice. Second one, come on. Third one, fuck off. <laughs> Let me go to bed. <laughs> go on, sorry. We do the third one. Then that's enough, innit? And I turn over and she starts grabbing me and kissing me. And For stuff. a fourth time. Yeah. She is wrong. And then, oh no, I've got it wrong. During the third one, she stops in the middle and makes like a face. And I was like, for the listeners, a fucking face that you don't want to see when you're fucking yeah. having sex. And I'm like, are you okay? And she like gets off and she's sitting like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, what's wrong? She's like, I just get panic attacks sometimes. Wow. Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> no. 
And she like like she didn't know whether she wanted. And I was like, it's okay. Like people like I get panic attacks. It's okay. Like do you need water? Do you need whatever? Pure couldn't decide what she wanted. And then she just snaps out of it and starts kissing me again. And I'm like, whoa. And then she's like, oh no, it's your time to go on top. And I was like, I've, I've. If you just said that like this, I would have. But I'm like, why she panicked? (laughs) She was like, oh wait, I've been on top this whole time. She, she was like my method <laughs> um, so then we're building up to the f- the f- kind of third and a half fourth time and she's like she goes can I tell you a secret she sounds so crazy go on <laughs> and I go we <laughs> but like it's sexy crazy isn't it that, that, who gets in the third bunk and goes <laughs> panic attack <laughs> not fine <laughs> can I tell you a secret <laughs> like can I get a taxi you crazy bitch no I, that would actually turn me on again though would she it? was that mental uh, round five yeah cool. She's, so I go you probably shouldn't because we don't really know each other like we've kind of just met like and she's like, no, no, I've never told anyone this before, but I really want to tell you. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think you should, but I'm not going to stop you. If like, this if is about you... one of her uncles, I swear to God. <laughs> but she, so I was like, you can tell me if you really want to. And she's like, I'm going to tell you. And she looks me in the eye and goes, I've always wanted to cut someone and lick their blood. And that's how you met Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I believe the words I said were, no, not me, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. See, here's the thing. On a one-night stand. Here's the thing, right? Quarter to 11. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's too early. (laughs) Here's the thing. I'm telling you right now. On round four, that was, wasn't it? Or three? Yeah. Right. I'd be like, you fucking mental and I'm out. That would be the line for me. If I hadn't come for the first time, yeah. I'd, I'd get a knife. <laughs> I'd be like, what's that? <laughs> Let's go, that fucking dig in, girl. <laughs> we didn't get anything to eat on the way home. Who can blame you? Come on. Oh, Cut whatever you want. Wow. So I, st- I stopped and I was just like, I'm going to go to sleep. And then she's like fidgeting in bed and I'm like, Yo, what's up? Like, what's wrong? And she's like, "So I just can't sleep when someone else is in my room." And I was like, "Can I? Because I have to be <laughs> up early." <laughs> and so she goes, "Yeah." And then she gets up and starts like tidying her room because she, she can't sleep. She wanted you to bounce there, yeah. Well, she said she couldn't sleep. I assume because she wasn't hanging upside down. <laughs> <laughs> and she could smell garlic on your balls. <laughs> She's like, is that vegetable oil? <laughs> I can smell chili and garlic. <laughs> 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 uh, well, we? yeah. well, well, well. And in the morning, I went to leave and she went, ah, ah, and just tapped her cheek and made me kiss her on the cheek before I left. Fair enough. You know, she gave you, she gave you the night of your life there. <laughs> She deserves a peck. I don't miss being single. Don't Although, to be either. fair, that wasn't really my... You know when you went, <laughs> that year was chaos. I'm like, yeah, I see it now. <laughs> that year was chaos? That was one night? Yeah. yeah. But that'd, that'd do you for a year, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> Cut me. Um, 
What do you want to do? Some questions? Some have a words? Do you want to try and solve some people's problems? We've got three have a words. We've got some questions. Adam? Do one choice. question, then do one have a word. Uh, comedy would you rather? Love the pod, but would you rather get to do one sold out show at Wembley Stadium, but never get to do comedy again after that, or only ever be able to do unpaid open mics for the rest of your career? Cheers. Andrew Jones. So, what are you making? Easy. What? What? Before we do, what are you making from a, a sold out Wembley? It's going to be a million. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh no, that's Wembley Stadium, isn't it? No. So yeah, Wembley Stadium. Wembley Stadium. Wembley Stadium's seventy thousand tickets. Seventy thousand plus the pitch. So no, 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 no. Because it doesn't work like that. That's still only going to be about fifty thousand people the way they'd lay it out. All oh, right, fuck, not worth no, it then. But like, let's say it's thirty quid a ticket, yeah. at fifty thousand people. That's one and a half million quid, and you'll end up at like a third of it. So you're looking at about half a mil. You're looking about half a mil. It's not like it's life changing, but it's not done forever. Right, right, right. Can you still podcast and stuff? Yes. The answer is so easy. It's I would do unpaid open mics forever. Yeah, like because I need to gig. It's not. It's not yeah. even close. That especially because we've had the insight in the past few months of what it feels like to never gig again. Yeah, and it's. I don't want. That. Have My you been? Head have is you been falling this, off? Have you been the second time round? Because I just got it. We we drank here for the lockdown locking on Saturday, and on Sunday I started like we. I wasn't capable of gigging. Mm. I was in bits. Like I couldn't even finish a fucking bacon sandwich on Sunday morning. You were so quiet in the WhatsApp group. I just uh, someone tweeted me like Dan. I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I, as I was sobering up and I felt hungover, I was like, oh, what, 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 miss gigging? What have you been like the second lockdown? Well, it's been because I because I've kind of just moved in with Izzy. We've just been doing like loads of DIY and stuff and like hanging up pictures and painting walls and. We got and you work hard with your online stuff as well. well this like, is the, I, like as soon as as soon as the first lockdown happened, and same with the second one, I just started making loads of online stuff because I need to keep the, the voices quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't know. Come I don't on, have voices. It's just my voice. Going, <laughs> you're gonna be big, kid. I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna make you a big star. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is about unpaid unpaid open spot gigs or no open mics not open, open spots mics. even oh yeah, proper yeah. Bill. they can be great because y- you know we always we've just slagged off jonglers for the whole of the first section mm-hmm. big parties of 40 big parties of 30 that commercial side of the circuit comes with pressure and we've talked about promoters that are like you've got to do the job here kid uh, 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 open, like sorry open mics Everyone's just like, yeah, just come and see some comedy. You will be able to do, like, in August, you went and did a, a an open mic night and did the middle, like, the yeah. the unpaid middle bit. Yeah. But they're, they're actually a little bit hitting me some places, but you never get the, also, you very rarely get the bell ends. It's, it's just quiet. Also, yeah. when you're good and you're at an open mic night... Yeah, you're big you big daddy balls. Feel a bit like yeah. fucking Dave Chappelle. Oh, literally, see when when you start and then you're doing open mics for a bit and then you consistently become like the best person and they start getting you to do ten minutes at the end instead of five and you're like, yeah, why are they on live at the Apollo instead of me? <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know some of those fives are like, oh, he thinks he's fucking yeah. big balls, doesn't he? Oh, look at I, twelve minute Vittorio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember because I I totally skipped. The uh, the London open mic circuit, like completely. Mm. I never did an open mic in London. No, same here. Never, never, never touched it. And it's quite a fucking step to miss. 
Well, I did one once, but it, I, I was already a pro comic. So I was already doing a few of the clubs. Yeah. Um, and I was down in London for some, like, filming. <laughs> and it was a Monday night. And there used to be, I think it was called Soho Comedy Club, but it wasn't in Soho. It was just, like, dotted around, like, Covent Garden and okay. stuff. Was it Soho? It was in um, a nightclub in, like, Leicester Square, Covent garden mm-hmm. area. It was a Monday night, and I'd messaged the guy who ran it and went, look, I'm a pro comic. I'm just going to be in town, and I've got nothing to do. Can I come and do a set? And he was like... I just want to drop in. Is that all right? Yeah, but I had a fucking shite London open mic. So... Uh, there was like 30, 40 people in a room that held 30 to 40 people. It was full. Oh, great. Um, and there was like eight to ten acts on who were all doing five. And none of them knew me because this wasn't, this was before I had any hot water videos. And mm. I had no profile. I was just a comic doing the clubs. But none of them knew me at all because I was based up north. I didn't really go to London much. And there was one guy amongst those open micers who clearly felt like he was. Hey, I'm a bit of a big deal. I do the I do the eight minute spots. I'm yeah. not just a five minute guy. He's anymore. the alpha open mic almost. Yeah, like, he was yeah. a gobshite. I don't even remember his name, and he was just like really condescending to me. So he he was talking like, yeah. So uh, I recently did a tenant top secret on a Wednesday, and it could be quite. When you start doing gigs like that, it's just you know it's a bit different to things like this. And I I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why I dyed my hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I. I had to go on just before him. Oh, oh thank you, comedy guy. I was follow that you fucking. Oh. Yeah, it was really, really fun because I come off and he went, "Oh, you're quite good, really, aren't you?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Anyway, have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and he fucking did yeah, it. Yeah, fucking. Oh, oh. I like, I like the bit not being paid for comedy. It's, makes it. You know, when you do new material nights, that's essentially what a new material night, isn't it? Yeah. For us, it's the pressure of the pressure off of someone going, "Fuck, I'm paying you three hundred quid." You just get to be like, oh, "I'm trying this. It's exciting." Have you got one you want to pick out, or have you? Um, do you know in my head you look like Adam Driver? Like when I'm listening or watching the pod because you're not on camera. When you talk, Adam Driver's face is in my head. Adam, Adam Driver. Who's Adam Driver? <clears throat> Oh, um, without the beard, he could have been. You're getting pinned for all sorts of moments. Strange face. Yeah, that's yep. what I said. <laughs> That'd be without right. the beard. Um, Joe Melrose says, "Fucked up moral dilemma. Your grandfather is on his deathbed. He has devoted his whole life to charity, and he would like to leave his one million pounds inheritance to charity. Just before he dies, he asks you to tick the box of where to leave his money." Uh, to you or to the entire charity you know the charity is fraudulent but don't have time to tell him do you check your box or the charity oh you see you've made it too easy yeah, like the the Joe you've just yeah the he's made it too easy to be like oh fuck it so basically let's make it harder let's say it's a, it's cancer research or me I'm yeah. still taking me your granddad your granddad <laughs> I'll, like, give, them oh, I'll give them a bit I'll give them a bit but I'm fucking boxing myself off. What would you do? Thing. How much is it? A million? If quid? Granddad Row, if Granddad Row was on his deathbed, for all the money he got for plastering, gone to, yeah, yeah, there's fucking wedge meat, <laughs> yeah. fucking cathedral, the yeah. fucking wigwam, yeah, yeah, and he was like, Adam, lad, yeah, you know these plaster hands yeah. won't plaster anymore, kid. Sign the will. Weirdly, there's two boxes. <laughs> you. Oh, McMillan's. <laughs> Sign that for Take that box for Mate, how much is it? About a million quid? Yeah. I'll take it for me. 
Right. And I'll donate twenty grand to McMillan. That's twenty thousand pounds. <laughs> I thought you were like half two two percent two percent. Can you imagine how happy they'd be with you though? You'd walk in cash twenty grand. Yeah, they'd be like, oh my god, you'd be in the fucking paper. You'd be lauded as a hero, and the only person who knows is me, and I've got a boat now. What if everyone knows? <laughs> so what? Same yeah. question, but. People know what your family know. Your family are there, and he's like, "Lo, Adams, you know, he's the executor. <laughs> the will I've made him. Never mind, Mick. I've trusted him. Your whole family know that you've gone fuck McMillan's. It's I know money. my family pretty well, and I reckon five grand each will keep them quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> McMillan's get loads of money. We're getting fuck all of that. Right, I right. reckon you know one of those parties where I put the money behind the bar. It'd take yeah, one or one two of them, them, and they'd be like, "Ah, oh, Adams, all right, really." <laughs> You know what? <laughs> yeah, therefore, come on, let's be honest here. I think when two, my granddad was I think dying, two grand is bad. My grand, no, twenty. Oh, twenty. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. When my Still granddad 2%. did die, there was about hundred and fifty, two hundred grand inheritance because he had his house and a bit of savings, and there was a fucking little cunt woman over the road, and she tried to. She was single. She was a lesbian, right? Which, look at your eyes right <laughs> which is legal now <laughs> single lesbian she was about 40 years younger than him and she tried to worm her way in because he was dying of cancer and she just she was going round every now and then getting close to him and then towards the end when he was getting really really ill and he needed constant care from the family the family started to notice and my granddad at one point was like you need to make sure you look after her she was a snivelling little cunt woman who was trying to wear him away into my granddad's will because she knew he was dying wow fuck you Janice Janice was, she, was it Janice? Janice McIntyre. Why? Is that the real name? Yeah and I don't mind naming her because fuck her she tried to get some of my granddad's bag <laughs> I don't think she's a patron now doesn't matter, it's not a picture. This is a public it's episode. It's a public episode. Doesn't Tell matter. her I said it! Janice <laughs> McIntyre! You're a rat! Wow. A fucking deathbed jumping, money grabbing <laughs> cunfag. Joe Melrose. And you deserve all of the bad luck that's coming to you. Joe Melrose, did you know this when you sent this question in? Because I felt like. Flip it, though. I remember the fucking shit haircut as well. She had one of those fucking haircuts. You know where it's like, because she had like a Nan's haircut. You know that haircut all Nan's have where it's like the rod s- sides are, are like basically shaved and then it's like curly on the top. She had one of them. She what? was ginger. Like Theo Walcott. Dolph, Dolph Longrib. Who the fuck? Which Nan's have you got? Shaved back and sides. Always running around Russian woods. You know, lesbian Nan's. Fucking fade. Yeah. Sides and it was up here fighting Rocky. Curly, a curly top, a permy thing, right? But like quite short on the sides, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I remember her. Her breath stunk, and I mean dog shit. Like she'd been chewing poo all fucking day. So you, I fucking love it if she was dead. So you don't like her? <laughs> Just clear it up because you're being a bit vague. You're not keen. No. All right, cool. What's, right, the, re- what's the reverse? So the, it's kind of a reverse. Basically, do you know this girl that wants you to fuck her that's going to die? Yes. <laughs> Would see if she had a million pounds. I love it, I love it that he listens to the fuck. <laughs> if you to uh, I mean, should we feel if she had a million pounds in the will and said she'd give it to you if you fucked her? <sighs> would you then fuck her? Absolutely. Right. What? Are you having a laugh? 
Yeah. A million quid. Where's the but right? If say she it was ten He'd grand. Fuck her for bus fare. <laughs> <laughs> ten grand, yeah. Five, no. Right. Right. Well, if you'd like a charity fuck, <laughs> we know how much we've got to get to on GoFundMe, and then Adam gets his dick out. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I, if comedy doesn't come back in the next couple of months, if you're a ten pound Patreon, I'll fuck you. <laughs> so you're worth ten grand then? What? Like your penis. in bed? No. I'm waiting for fucking Fredo on a hot chocolate. No, I mean, but like me your, your price is 10 grand, isn't it? No. It's just an horrible question. I'm just being humorous. What is your price? For what? Sex. <laughs> Why didn't With I, who, though, I should have said that in a lighter tone, really. Because <laughs> it sounded like I was about to get the NatWest savings app out on my <laughs> bank account. Get me six Anakins and a rum and coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but... <sighs> okay, then whatever, like, a Dubai billionaire says, my wife needs seeing to. What yeah, she's like, I've seen your videos on hot water. You're an attractive boy. And she looks like you. Yeah, Why yeah, is yeah. she one of the witches? <laughs> <laughs> What's your price? What's your price? Adam, come see Did my... you know he's like a. He probably owns Man City or something, so he's got yeah. money. Yeah. Like. Come and see my pum pum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come and see my whisk. Oh, do you know what? You'd get over it. Ten grand. Ten grand. <laughs> Shit, ten, ten grand. grand is quite a lot of money. You're worth not really. You sell yourself that low. You worth more. Than ten that. grand changes <laughs> your life a bit. To bang okay. a Dubai nana. Yeah. How much to bang Janice, the lesbian who tried to rob oh. your granddad? Oh. Okay, now half a million, half a million pounds. You've got a, and a breath, and she tried to fucking. But you've got to make sure she enjoys it. You can't like kill her afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or during. I have to make her come. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tried to From the front as well Yeah you have to look at her Oh Adam Do you miss your granddad I do <laughs> How much Half a mil Oh Oh But she's lesbian So you have to wear a wig as well <laughs> I don't think I can you know Oh okay What I'd rather shag An Israeli nana Than Janice McIntyre I don't know why Israel just got thrown Under yeah, the bus oh, was, it, was it not Israeli Dubai, Dubai. Yeah Right, well, let's have a word with ourselves for coming up with that twisted fucking questionnaire. Shall we do some have a word? It's time to have a word with Adam and Dan. You all right? Does that freak you out a bit? It's got a bit weird, that, isn't it? This was going to yeah. be the whole podcast. All right. Uh, hey, guys, just uh, started listening to your podcast, and they make my day at work so much better. Could you have a word? Of course with, it does. We're brilliant. With my absolute hey. bell end of a brother. He's 24 years old, on good money, just got a promotion at work, and is still acting like a fucking 13-year-old. The most recent thing he has done is think that I was using his face wash, which I am allergic to, so instead of confronting me about it like an adult, he pissed in his own face wash and put it back, <laughs> expecting me to use it. God. What a fucking God. I fucking love that guy. Listen to this. Listen to this. Turns out he was just leaving it open in the shower and my mum was closing the lid and putting it back. So he was pissing in his own shower gel in fucking... Face wash. Face wash in anger because he was like, you fucking knob. And his mum was just like, oh, that's open. Pop that back. I think, do you know what? If you think someone's using your face cream, piss in it. Yeah. Yeah. Gandhi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Was, it, was it Gandhi? <laughs> it was Gandhi. Socrates, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Dalai Lama, actually. Oh yeah, it's but easy he... to get them two mixed up. Yeah, <laughs> didn't he burn to death? What? Why? 
Why are they still living? Socrates, the Brazilian footballer. Good money. What? Oh, Socrates was a footballer, but also a philosopher. Was it the same guy? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took that so candidly. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but good question. <laughs> no, I don't think. I mean, it, you're trying to, you're trying to, you're trying to make out like he's a, like he's a dick, and he is a kind of dick. But it's so entertaining. Yeah. The level of commitment to be like. You! And then try and piss in the small in the little. I know it, yeah. a girl who had murder with one of her uni flatmates. <laughs> this is years ago, and got her uni flatmate's toothbrush and scrubbed the bathroom with it, and then put it back. Yeah. I know someone who That's I evil. won't name them um, spat in the girl's garlic mayo. Like she used to have garlic mayo on everything. One of them people, and so she spat in the bowl. <sighs> yeah. Huh? So every time she was Scarlet May, there was spitting. Oh. Not even revenge for anything. Yeah, yeah, no oh no no, she hated that. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't wow. like she Do you know, for some reason, it's more evil when it's a housemate. When it's brothers, you know, if you've yeah. if you've got a sibling, you know when it kicks off, you're like, I love you and we'll probably be Same there for the rest that. of each other's life, but I want to hurt you emotionally right now. Like Yeah. But some doing but that I to think- a housemate's proper evil, isn't it? I mean, get yourself a job and move out, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> Time to have a word <laughs> with Vittorio. <laughs> he gives two fuck. Yeah, probably it's just time to move out so no one can piss in face oh, watches. like 14. Move out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, You'll be all right, lad. This, You'll make it. This one's from Claire. <laughs> can you have a word with the drug dealer who lives on my street? <laughs> probably oh, not. I already love He's Claire. put his prices off. Doesn't he know there's a recession? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if that was it? Can you ever work with drug dealers? Make them cheaper. They're dead nice. <laughs> Can you ever work with a drug dealer who lives on my street? For family safety in general, not being a grass reasons, I won't name the street. But if he listens to this, I'd like him to be more specific to his clientele about his address. I live at the first house on a long Clee-on-tel? row of terrace. Clee-on-tel? I- oh, no. Clee. On tell. I live at the first house. Ha- all right. I live. All right. I live. He's tell. gone. ADD's kicked in. He's gone. I can tell he's, he's gone. He's not talking and you are. <laughs> That's all it it's is. Just, it's fucking brutal. Cleon tell. Oh, here's one for another this time. Is- My girlfriend made me take an empathy test recently and I scored real low and she thinks I've got something wrong with me now. Also, I fidget a lot and when I don't, my skin fizzes. Do you get that? <laughs> wow. No. <laughs> you're you're going to be a brilliant comedian. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you've got all that. What were you saying? Okay, the clientele. Do you think you can do it? I I heard absolutely nothing after clientele. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. This, po- this, this pod- podcast hasn't got long. I mean, we could go longer. Um, go on, clientele. I'd like him to be more specific to his customers about his address. <laughs> customers. 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 Um, I live at the first house on a long row of terrace houses. He lives at the other end. Regularly, we have people knocking on our door looking for James or simply asking for weed, usually at dickhead o'clock weekend mornings. I'm all for small business thriving during this pandemic. Proper scouse that. Listen, I'm not a fucking sorry. I'm all for small businesses thriving during this pandemic, but Jesus Christ, James, I'm not your PA, and giving coked-up uni kids directions at 4am is not the life I want to live. Thanks, Lids. Much love, Claire. is a fucking idiot. Start selling drugs, dickhead. 
Oh. Yeah, you can steal all this fucking. Yeah, you've got customers coming, lining up at your door. You Go to Jay's, yeah. get the drugs, fucking make them a little bit more expensive. You've got profit. You know where the drug dealer is. You've got direct supply. You daft cunt. Mate, we have never given good advice on any one of these <laughs> in the history of have a word. No, I thought he'd head gone clientele, clientele. No. Turns out genius. Give out like fucking bags of flour because they're all mongy kids. No, you don't need weekends. to do that because you need repeat custom. Also, you can't you can't fuck people over selling them drugs when they've bought them at your front door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She's That's literally like, got a supply chain at the end of the road. It's like, you know, when, like, corner shops go to Asda and get the toilet roll and whack 20 pence on. It's yeah. just like that. It's like when you sell multi-packs of Space Raiders at school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. except there's five to ten years. But apart from that, it's exactly the same. Yeah. Go to Jay's, be like, hey, I would like to buy 200 drugs, please. <laughs> Take them home. <laughs> Hello, knocking McNock face. Could I have 200 drugs? Could I have five bags of drugs and some smoky drugs? I'd like two sniffy drugs, four smoky drugs, and three poppy drugs. But you could literally, you could have someone in the back garden, right? And they could just, like, someone comes to your door and they go, what's happening? Is Jay there? And she could be like, I'm Jay. It's just a code name, right? What oh, and want? they're going to be like, the uni kids are going to be like, oh, man, that's so fucking clever. Literally, do you know what I mean? Like, you think the deal is called James and it's a woman? That's really sick. What do you want? Uh, Five bags of smoky drugs, please. Five bags of weed. Okay, just give us a minute. Go in your back garden. John, go jump the backs. Jump the backs, go to Jay's, get five bags of weed. In fact, get me one as well. We'll spend the profit on that. Yeah. But comes back with yeah. six bags, sell it to the kid, take his money, and then, yeah. Bit of a price up. Yeah. Also do toilet roll, Space Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. Fucking genius. I have nothing to add. I <laughs> I was genuinely worried after he couldn't get past clientele that the episode had gone. Fucking little out of nowhere. He's back in the game. Yeah. Back in the game. Yeah. It's like when Messi starts walking about. Yeah. Towards the end of a game. And then, like, oh, yes. oh, he's, and then you he's beat five out. men, chip it over the keeper, escort me ass. It's just like that. He's messy. He's the messy of podcasting. Um that has been a fucking you know when you've laughed, you know it's been a cracker. Thanks yeah. very much for uh traipsing up here do you want to sell people need to get on yeah, the got, Angeloni train I bought train. this key ring with my Instagram QR code on it and then gigs stopped happening so fucking scan that if you're on YouTube um, but it's Vittorio Angeloni do you think they can scan it from there oh my god go for it wait for the autofocus <laughs> there you go let the autofocus get even work. closer lad you can get right into that lens there oh Jesus it's not having it quality podcasting I'd love it if in the edit they just use the main shot just to <laughs> fuck you over <laughs> Uh, follow Vittorio Check out Doing Bits Doing You've Bits also me got- I've, got mo- I've got a p- new podcast Coming out next week Called No Blacks No Dogs No Irish um- <laughs> I'm so glad That's got other parts To the name <laughs> Vittorio Angeloni No Blacks like, You can have a hoodie That says have a word on it But we can't sell hoodies That say no blacks No dogs No Irish on them. <laughs> Fuck you Fuck your merch um, So it's me And uh, my mate Mo Who's a comedian And we do uh, podcast about race and stuff um, but it's like funny so do we it's a piss take. yeah you yeah. do but like we're allowed a lot um, less informed <laughs> <laughs> no it's not <laughs> ours is just can you do the voice no good <laughs> <laughs> but just uh, follow me on Instagram that's the best place to get to I do a Sunday roast which is fun so if you want to request a roast for your friends um, jump on there and 
get them fucking roasted yeah. every Sunday. Check Vittorio out. He's absolutely hustling and uh, he's doing great work. Thanks for coming on, man. And do check out, uh, we've got some new merch coming very soon. Keep an eye out for that and go. If you want extra episodes of this, as we say at the start of every episode, we do an extra episode every single week exclusively on patreon.com slash have a weird pod. We very recently did a complete bonus episode as well where me, Dan and Sensei Carl got fucking hammered. Uh, it was called The Lockdown Lock-In. And that is on Patreon right now. Exclusively to Patreon. We can't make it public because we go a little bit too far. Yeah. (laughs) Follow us. Follow all of us. At Dan at Hazard Podcast. At Adam Rowe Comedy. Adam Rowe Comedy on Twitter. Adam Rowe Comedian on Instagram. We post a lot of stuff about what's coming up. And there are some extras going to be coming out quite regularly up until the new year, which is exciting. Yeah. And Carl shaved my bum hole last week. And that's going on Patreon tomorrow. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. (laughs) (laughs) 